What's going on, Internet? The Black Okage here, aka TBH. And be honest, I like to welcome you guys back to the Game Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and you're now tuned in to episode 129. If you're watching the video version of the show at youtube.com slash GI Updates, know the show is available on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, and all other major podcast platforms. Also, be sure to rate the show five stars on Apple and Spotify. We need your five-star rating on Apple and Spotify to help us push up the algorithm and bring in new potential potential listeners. So we can help growing that uh that uh, that goddamn algorithm. Now allow me to introduce you to my co-host. The first of which, his game was recently showcased to over a hundred thousand concurrent viewers and many more. With all the vods out there, it's probably like a gazillion because you know that's concurrent. That's not how many people totally watch. He's everyone's least favorite game developer and the Game Pass missionary. Gaming ethos. Say what up to the people. What's going on, everybody? I, I keep going you're fine <laughs> <laughs> my brain just was it's fried i, I don't even know what you we're said. all we're all tired you're not the game pass missionary i uh no i'm a bishop of the game church of game pass uh i hope you aren't thinking of like the sex position no oh my god <laughs> go, go, bro. i thought that, that that was like bro i hope that he knows what a missionary is anyways bishop, not bishop. <laughs> go, go. he's not the missionary he not the you're bishop. not fucking the game bishop. pass you're just no, you know, spreading the good word spreading it like you know <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh my second co-host he spent father's day with another gi father siggy where they discuss very adult things like oh. investments and taxes then they shot their guns and they from Siggy's uh, arsenal of weapons and they sipped a little bit of whiskey. UTX Father's Day, the Don. Say what up to the people. What's good? What's good? Uh, to all the fathers out there, salute. Salute to y'all. I ain't seen my boy Siggy in like three years, ever since the wedding, man. I miss y'all. You've been married for three years? Yeah. Time has passed. I got hey, married in 2019, yo. bro. This is like- <laughs> 2019, bro. 2022. That shit blew my mind. Bro. I swore that was like a year ago. That shit blows my mind. Oh, nigga, we've been in the house. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked this up. Yo, that cabin fever is real. Insane. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. We got, we got to get back to GI Trish for real. And the crazy real. part oh, is, damn. so much has changed in the last three years. That's crazy. That is oh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, so long. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to COVID. Uh, <laughs> so a uh, couple of release dates, delays, um, God of War. Nobody really knows what's going on with that. First, there were like several articles from major publications saying that it was going to be delayed. And then uh, one of the heads of Santa Monica, um, Sony Santa Monica came out and it was like, nah, it, that's not true. But there hasn't been any type of actual confirmation if it's coming out this year or next year. Nobody really knows what's going on. Does anybody have any hot takes? Do y'all care about the, the God of War drama and its release date? Go ahead, JG. Okay, okay. So uh Corey Ballroll came back to Twitter. So that was pretty major. But this nigga been trolling, bro. He been wait, wait. Who's Corey Balrog, and why should people care? Just so for clarification, Corey Balrog makes God of War. Okay, he's like one of the lead producers for the game. Yes, he is the lead. For the second game and the new one, he had Honcho for the for all the the major God of War that came out now. Yeah. yeah so all the later ones so so yeah so he came back to twitter so that was majors and people were like oh shit like is he going to reveal something nah he just been trolling so we still don't know but like this literally tells us nothing and it's actually more frustrating that he came back and it started doing this stuff because i'm like can we just get a date please i'm still on the side of this shit ain't coming out this year but people still have hope because he came back to twitter 
Yeah, I don't think it's coming out this year for the simple fact we are officially now in summer. So like this was the best time to announce that it's coming out this year with the summer games fest and all the other uh, presentations like the Xbox one that happened. That would have been like the best promo. Uh, I don't I don't think it's coming out this year. I think he's just entertaining because he's bored. He's got a little t extra time on his hands since it's probably going to be delayed. So he's just yo, <laughs> <laughs> he's just on the Internet talking, basically. Um, and then just this morning uh, during this recording today, we're recording June 22nd, 2022. Um, a new game was announced by Sega called Hyenas. Um, according to the Steam page, it is a new multiplayer sci-fi first-person shooter. Uh, you team up with your pack to steal priceless pop culture loot from the Mars billionaires and rival crews. Um, in the About section, it says Earth is gone. The rich uh, have colonized Mars, and the rest of humanity is living their worst life in Taint, a giant orbiting slum. Wow, damn, a space ghetto. Uh, while humanity is trying to survive, the Mars billionaires are more worried about fulfilling their nostalgic dreams, plunder ships, massive retail spacecraft dedicated to selling, uh, selling salvage pop culture uh, artifacts from Earth. They're rich and poor people. We get it. We get it. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like the gist of it. Uh, you know, space drama shooter. Did you guys get a chance to look at this trailer, like the announcement trailer? I am now I'm actually looking at it as we speak. I yeah. think what, what surprised me about this announcement is like they, they took about all the space. I was, I was like, I didn't know space was this damn colorful. Uh, it's like Watch Dogs 2 in space. You get what I mean? Like that colorful, colorful look to it. Yeah, Watch Dogs it, it looks like they're going after the live service crowd. So the Apex Fortnite, you know, Warzone type of crowd with a multiplayer uh, shooter. Uh, and it has like a back storyline, according to the Steam. So, I mean, they're giving you a little bit of tidbits sort of like apex um da -da -da -da. And the hyenas are different like classes and characters according to the actual steam page i'm just curious to see if they do anything with the actual multiplayer format that's original and unique that'll make it stand out i like the name hyenas that's actually that's a pretty cool name that stands out and i like the logo but it's not a lot from the trailer you can take other than it's like really comfortable and there's guns but we need to see some actual gameplay they haven't shown it but 2023 it's coming so yeah that's what i need to see and i was just thinking about it i was like damn because this is an fps and i can't think of the last fps i like truly enjoyed and we thought that battlefield was going to be it but uh no i've seen yeah, a little bit of sentiment so online shift about battlefield people are some people are, i'm seeing on my timeline liking the, the new content i think ethos is one of them yes <laughs> so you do you do I, like I it? it i didn't tweet it but uh yeah no i i actually put like about 20 hours into the season one uh the map is probably the best map they've ever put in the in battlefield 2042 it's actually probably one of the best battlefield maps i've ever played it's really well done um and the new operator or whatever they call them specialist whatever um they're cool i mean they have like a tv missile rocket launcher so it helps take care of like tanks and stuff like that and flying vehicles um the game mode is pretty much the, still the same but like overall like the game's solid um like they fixed a lot of like any of the major bugs the game had and issues it seems like it's all fixed the ui feels much better overall the game just feels solid right now they just need to add more content to the game but it wasn't, yeah it was, okay so it wasn't you i saw it must have been i talked to you about it but i definitely seen a couple of people yeah, on the timeline about tweet about it uh you're asking about like, like you need something to play you're like we need a shooter to play and i was like have you tried battlefield because the new update dropped and you know uh yeah it's it's been pretty good um Oh, it, this is typical EA here. Like the game starts yeah. off bad and then and slowly but surely it gets better. Like after a year, 
This is like, yeah. you know, same thing that happened with Battlefield 5, same thing that happened with Battlefield 4, you know, starts off being a mess and then eventually it starts getting better and then everybody says, you know, this was, it wasn't actually that bad now that I think about it like three years later. So. I think the difference is, is uh, this is probably the worst that it's ever launched because like, I remember there was a couple of times, like I had a lot of crashes with Battlefield 4, people forgot that one's. That's probably the closest we've seen. Terrible. It was it was pretty terrible, but it was still playable if you really wanted to thug it out. Like 2042 was uh it was it was a buggy mess for a lot of people. I think this was the worst launch, so I think that's why it caught that much more flack. But like it'd be interesting to see in the coming years as they continue to update it. Will the narrative change like the other games, or do, will the hate be sustained? Yeah, their new GM said that they were dedicated to the game. Uh, people were putting whispers out that, like, apparently that DICE had abandoned it and that a skeleton crew was working on the game and that they were going to let it die quietly and work on a next Battlefield game. But um, they had a new general manager after, the I guess, the old guy got fired because of how bad Battlefield was came out. So he got kicked. And then a new GM, I forgot her name, she did an interview and she was like... Um, no, she's like, uh, we owe the players to make sure that this game, like, when we're done with it, like, it, it has, it's worthy of the Battlefield title. So they're going to stick with it for the next three years. They said they're going to uh, make Battlefield 2042, like, worthy of, like, a successor of Battlefield 4. So well, yeah, they have to. I mean, you literally had all the battlefields in here. Like, you can't just abandon something like that. Like, people either want a whole bunch of content from the previous games or, or and or you actually give us more content for 2042. Yeah, that's all you have to really do. What's the name? It's it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out, but we need time for that to see if they're actually gonna fix it. Um, so let's get into these leading conversations before we do the news side of things. So opening conversation, I wanted to talk a little bit about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. It was recently released on what platforms? Is this on? I know it's on Xbox and PC. Is it on PlayStation? It's know. on the Xbox Game Pass. I didn't ask it you is that. on the Game Pass. <laughs> so it's a new uh, side scroller beat 'em up. Yeah, six player co op. You can play as all the four turtles as well as Ma uh, yeah, Master Splinter, uh, April, and Casey Jones. Um, it's on Game Pass. Uh, oh, it's PC. on everything. It's yeah, it's on, on Switch, Switch, PlayStation. So yeah, it's literally on everything. Been getting a lot of praise. A lot of people are loving it. Um, what also makes it deep? I learned from Gerard. Apparently, this is the longest uh, side-scrolling Turtles game ever. Apparently, he was telling me apparently, um, Turtles in Time, the classic one from the Chuck E. Cheese days, that game was like twenty minutes. I was like, yeah, God damn! Time. I was like, Did I was I that bad at video games as a kid? Jesus, no, nope. was it that hard? <laughs> it was before microtransactions. They would purposely hyper. You probably remember, like it was hard, right? Like you mm -hmm. die a lot. And it was like they mm -hmm. tuned the game to make it more difficult, so you'd spend more quarters in order for you to be. That's why it felt like it was a longer game, but it actually wasn't. A lot of arcade games you yep. could beat if you own the game, you could actually beat them in like less than like three hours. Yeah. So this yep. one, uh, it took me like three hours to beat. It's not long to beat, but uh, it, it's good for what it is because. There's, there's a decent amount of replayability there's a leveling system and when you level your characters up uh obviously they get a little bit stronger um as well as there's like side quests on the map and stuff like that this is a game that was designed to be replayed it's not just one playthrough um and then they also have challenges inside of the game like uh don't get hit uh i mean there's like there's like five challenges i think per level so like that'll unlock various things if you do that so there's there's extra content there if you want it. it's not a game that was designed to be super long it's something that you're supposed to play over and over uh with friends um i know you're a big uh turtles fan jay how are you feeling about uh shredder's revenge no this game is great like my nostalgia just hit 
totally um when i started playing it and it was the same thing when i uh, played streets of rage as well which also uh dotemu uh they had a hand in that too so it looks like they're pretty much going on a trend to like bring back the side scrolling beat em ups and these were some of my favorite uh types of video games back in the day um tmnt uh simpsons uh x-men like all of those games like i i absolutely love those games so like coming back to this game and it just being something that you know you can have freaking six player co-op like that's major it's usually always four players but they said six players on this one uh so that's cool i like the fact that you know they have uh you know combos and different things you can do with not just you know press one button a bunch of times and you can throw and, and jump and stuff but like they actually have like you know different things you can do you have your, your super moves like they've added things that you know added to the uh the fun of these type of games and not just make it you know a, just a, a standard uh you know side scrolling beat em up that we used to play back in the day and i yeah again i didn't even uh noticed that this game was you know longer than the rest of the uh the tmnt games that came there so that's that's pretty cool like i love what dotemu is uh doing with these type of games uh bringing back these games to just like like i just can turn my brain off and just play like i don't have to try hard and uh and get past this game like it does have its moments where it's a little bit difficult but like overall just playing with my friend like this game is amazing like so anybody especially if you're on game pass just try it out like it's not anything that's, that's gonna you know be a long time and uh and have you sitting there for 20 plus hours like i love little games like this that you can just play like in between all the longer games so it's dope like 10 out of 10 for me listen i forgot to mention it uh another plus is the soundtrack in this game is fire uh every level has really good original music and then at the end of the game when you actually fight the final boss um there's an original track that plays from ghostface killer that shit was fucking fire uh and it got me hyped to uh to you know kick some ass and the online is really smooth in this too just the fact that it even has online after praise because uh what was it battle toads i remember i was excited about that and then found out it was only local co-op i turned that shit right off but uh ethos how you feeling about the game uh, i haven't played it but i have watched you guys streaming what yeah, the game I, pass missionary has not played the biggest game on game missionary. pass i'm a bishop don't yes you be rank. fucking the game <laughs> i am a bishop okay sir? you know somebody's gonna rank. photoshop you fucking humping the game pass Yo, gift card do that. Don't do that. oh my god the man. game pass missionary so when you gonna play it ethos I don't. I think I might have missed the window because you guys. I felt like I had to play it with a bunch of friends, and I, uh, you guys. I'd play it again if somebody wanted nah, to play, bro. Uh, yeah, we play it again. Because uh, I, I had said in the group chat, I was like, eh, "This looks like a game we should probably play on hard." And then we got on it, and I beat it in one sitting. It took us three hours. I was like, "Yeah, we should have played this on hard for like shits and giggles." So I was like, "I would definitely play it again." Plus, you can okay. level your characters up. There's a, there's a combo system. You unlock new items. I was like, "Yeah." If somebody was like, "Yo, y'all playing?" I would get on if I had the time. Okay. That's I'll get it. Download on my Game Pass. Which, by the way, this is my first time using uh, the Game Pass uh, Xbox app on my PC. I've, I've been running my Game Pass off of my Xbox between mostly at work. I use it. Um, and I got to say, the app works really smoothly. I just wanted to give like a praise. I had no problems running TMNT. Uh, didn't stutter or nothing like that. The, um, the interface and the UI on the Game Pass is smooth as well. Um, better than Origin. Um, I think Steam and Epic Game Store are top two still, but it's coming in as strong number three for the Xbox uh, Game Pass and the Xbox apps on PC. Definitely better than Uplay and um, oh. what's that other and, and Battle.net. That shit stain too. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Xbox app. Just 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 working. Although I'm tired of all these clients on my PC. 
But uh, if you don't have Game Pass, I believe the game is I don't want to miss. I believe it's 20 bucks, but let's see. But uh, but but let's go to the Steam page. And yeah, it's uh, 20 bucks on Steam if you do not have Game Pass. So if you just want to own the game, uh, go for it. It's 22 bucks right now. Very positive reviews. Over 4000 people are loving it. People are loving it. Everybody's got their own play style. So check Another out dub for the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, and keep in mind it's available on every platform it's not just on the game pass uh, yeah but you can't get it for free unless you get the xbox game pass nah i can't <laughs> you ain't gonna you ain't gonna fuck with me for the free <laughs> you need a wristband <laughs> you see that video dude cracks me the fuck up you got a wristband <laughs> uh, next thing uh the next major game that was announced during the otk showcase if you guys are not familiar with that it's a new gaming showcase where they show off indie games it's from asmin gold he put on this whole production and he live streamed it from his twitch channel they reviewed a, or they revealed a really big game called katana zero do you know anything about that ethos no i don't tell me about the katana zero i'm not aware uh katana zero is a third person multiplayer um... oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man that's a good meme so apparently publicity though uh yeah so ethos actually got his game showing off samurai zero but he called it katana zero right yeah, well, well, Donkey did. Well, Donkey did, yeah. Donkey, yeah, donkey. did. Yeah, oh, my yeah, bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, my it bad, was, was, bad. was a game. Yeah, it was Donkey. Yeah, uh, donkey. So, what, what was your experience like, man? As a, as a game, you know, we always, you know, hear you making jokes and stuff, and sometimes you give it a little <laughs> bit of insight, but like, how did it really feel to have your game showcase as, as the resident game developer? Oh, uh, I mean, I it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, I was hold, I was fighting back tears uh, right before they pulled me on the monitor. I was like, oh man, I was like, I can't believe it. Like, I've, over a hundred thousand people are are watching this game all at the same time, and I'm kind of terrified. Um, and the reaction was actually pretty positive. You know, obviously got little people, you know, saying troll stuff, but for the most part, it was like you know people were compared to like Guns the Duel and stuff like that. So that was actually a really positive thing to see. Um, you know, a lot of people wish list, you know, wise we went up like six hundred percent in wish and stuff like that so that was Jeez. actually a really great yeah yeah 600 percent yeah right. a lot of people started wish listing the game so that was really good and if uh, you don't if you don't pre-order you're gonna yeah. get a 600 yeah and publishers reached out too like random ones was like yo we saw your thing on otk we thought it was really cool do you have a publisher and we're like hey, you're sliding the dms real quick let's have a conversation we can use a check <laughs> yeah yes sir yeah. more bags yeah some very interesting people that even people i can't because i'm under nda about you know possibly had conversations with so yeah overall it was really positive and uh shout outs to asmund golden them you know shout outs to them for you know giving me the platform the opportunity to show the game off so shout outs to them it's really nice so yeah if you guys want to i think uh we have a video on the gi channel right um i think chaos uploaded a video yeah so if you want to check it out where he actually had his game showcase youtube.com slash gi updates just search uh ethos samurai zero it should come up it's one of the latest videos if you look on the channel um let's dial it back to the game pass though uh this wasn't originally part of the notes but i found this this morning so i was on reddit and there's a whole um community a reddit page for the game pass people just like talking about it so i was like kind of scrolling through and i was like oh it's like this is an interesting post uh maybe we could create a conversation around this so uh the title of this post i found is premium dlc subscription so he said uh this user said wouldn't it be great to have a slightly more expensive game pass subscription which would also include dlc i find myself sometimes disappointed that i don't have the dlc for a game but i'm also not going to purchase dlc for a game which i do not own 
Since games are not definitively on Game Pass, I have never purchased any DLC because if the game would be removed from Game Pass, I would be stuck with the DLC without the actual game. So with that being said, I wanted to present the idea. If Microsoft came out with a third tier, currently there's two, $10, um, that'll get you the game pass on either xbox or pc then there's the 15 dollars tier which gives you game pass on xbox and pc plus it gives you the uh gold membership so you can play online what if if they came out with a say 20 dollars tier where you get all those previous items plus you get the dlc for every game on the game pass would you would you be willing to pay for that ethos missionary yes especially since that's oh my what would i do i hate you dog <laughs> 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 yes for ever especially destiny because destiny was on the game pass if you've if i had been able to get like all those expansions and all the season pass stuff without having to pay for it and i just pay a little extra off the game pass yeah i would do it in a heartbeat mm, no what doubt. about you jay yeah i would rather them make a tier and just keep it at their price rather than just up the price just because of inflation or whatever like they're bringing out so many games that they feel like you know the value should be higher i was literally making this argument too um because i was comparing the playstation uh you know uh subscription to uh the game pass and i was like well don't be surprised if xbox you know decides to go up especially looking at this and with their uh 12 month roadmap that they already you know talked about during their conference I was like, don't be surprised. You know, they're actually going to get games. So with all these games, like, don't be surprised that like next year, they're like, oh, we're going to increase the price like $2, $3. I'd rather them do this, though. It's actually not a bad idea. Like, I think anybody, unless you're looking at this, you're like, oh, what the hell? Oh, we'll pay $20. But if you're getting on a DLC, like, it's a lot of DLC for a lot of these games. So I think it actually would be worth it once you, uh, you know, look at the actual value of it. Yeah, uh, I if they came out with a with a, a, a premium, dlc subscription where it was 20 or 25 a month i'd probably pay for it just for the simple fact that like i know the assassin's creed dlc they were charging like 30 40 for that and then the one i bought for, for odyssey like it will it was a completely different game it was worth it in my opinion uh because a it was for the true ending and i cared about that but also it was a completely different game and it was like 20 hours worth of content so it's like if i don't want to i but i don't want to pay for that shit that's the thing so if I can get it on Game Pass as well as like play the game, I would absolutely go for it. But I would only subscribe to this higher tier depending on what the catalog is. Um, like if they continue to add more AAA titles uh, with that DLC, then yeah, I'd be more inclined. But I think I would have to look at, you know, what they what they have to offer before I would just go right away. But I think this would probably sell like hotcakes for a lot of people. Um, I know a lot of people. I, I think it was Chaos the other day. He was just talking about like. He was pissed because it was some Assassin's Creed game. Like he, I think it was Valhalla. Like he couldn't get the true ending because like you need the DLC or some shit like that. A lot of games, you, like people don't even realize that uh, if you did not play the the DLC in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you didn't actually beat the game. You don't actually know what happened because and it sucks that they're hiding it behind that shit. So if there's a way to subscribe to it and it's not breaking the bank for people and they actually care about that content, you just don't want to pay for it. I say go for it because uh, I agree. If you have the game pass, I like what he said. If having the game pass and then buying the DLC, but you don't own the game, so then you're stuck with this piece of content you can't use. Just add another subscription, make it premium. Uh, I think people would people would go for this. Uh, so if anybody from Microsoft is listening, just remember where you heard it for where you heard it from first. Uh, the Game Pass missionary, he was the one that brought it up. Uh, but yeah just uh just some food for thought let us know in the comment section if you're watching the video version at youtube.com slash gi updates would you be willing to pay for a premium game pass i think that's a conversation uh let's say they did come out with one how do you think uh the response would be 
if uh how do you think the response would be from the sony ponies guys <laughs> uh i'm sure that they would hate it and they'd be like oh you gotta pay 20 dollars like it's not worth it that's, that's all they say they just say it's not worth it mm, what about you ethos yeah probably what jg said don't say it's trash yeah, everything's trash. like everything else yeah like everything it's else it's not sony everything is trash uh <laughs> which i'm dying i'm dying to know like i have been really i need to like go down the youtube rabbit hole and see like what the sony ponies think about their playstation subscription that shit is ass. Crazy shit in all games. That shit is ass, bro. Seven hundred games, nothing to play. That's crazy, ain't it? It's literally yeah, like man, having man. cable. Yeah. I analyze the whole thing. I'm like, it's a lot it of is. fluff in here, dog. It's it's not worth it. It's a lot of good games on there. I I went through several pages. The problem is they're good games from like five to ten years ago. So if you haven't played them and you really want to play them, I guess then yeah, it's cool. But it's like at least with the game pass. The AAA games that they have on there, they're only like a year, two years. Some of them are like brand new. They're still relevant to some degree. Uh, like that shit I saw, I was like, mm, I don't really want to play Siphon Filter that bad, my guy. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and that's even worse at all. The PS3 shit's just emulated. I think that's just even the kind of the unfortunate thing on top of that. It's like it's or not even emulated. I'm sorry, it's not even emulated. The PS3 stuff's all streaming. There's like no like yeah. emulation of the PS3 game, so it's like it's not unfortunate. And they can't download anything. I don't know why they chose to go that route. Weird. It's probably the architecture that PS3 was weird with all of its hardware. That's probably exactly why. Maybe they can't do it. I don't know. Maybe they need more time for the emulator. Yeah, the general you know, Xbox did. It. Yeah. The general consensus I've seen online is people don't like this new PlayStation Plus tiers. Like even like Sony fans, I'm seeing like I've seen a few people that say they like it, but for the most part, I've seen like mm, Sony should be probably be paying attention. You guys, there's just you know, there's nothing wrong with straight up copying anybody. Sometimes like just just mimic the damn Xbox Game Pass. Break it. Make an actual Netflix type of. Uh, experience like we're trying to do some different shit that's not even better than what you're trying to compete with why would people subscribe to that uh but yeah let's get into what else has been going on in the gaming space since the last podcast so e3 is not going on this year although they say they're coming back next year they announced um but what did happen is the summer games fest as well as a bunch of other uh studios and publishers had their own little showcase uh so the summer games fest is bootleg e3 hosted by the doritos and mountain dew pope himself jeff Keeley. uh he did a whole little presentation um brought a bunch of games on stage developers showcase stuff like that um what's the name some of the big takeaways from the summer games fest is they showed off a uh, callisto protocol which is the spiritual successor to um what's that game called a uh, dead space it's actually created by the original man who created dead space um so like i'm personally excited about that game that game looks really good but uh they also saw street fighter um alien dark descent um a bunch of other games this is, i don't know if y'all noticed it was a lot of space like horror games a bunch of games that look like dead space even yeah. some of the even some of the developers were like we were inspired by it. I was like, is this the year of fucking dead space what the hell a lot of horror games a lot of thriller horror games coming out uh modern warfare 2 some gameplay was revealed for that which fire which is a first person shooter like i said all these bootleg dead space games outriders dlc which by the way i was actually at summer games fest <laughs> every game <laughs> every game had a bunch of people around the tvs and they had they had a, a booth for outriders and nobody touched that shit the entire and I, it, you ruined my joke you're about oh, to, I was about to say that was my favorite no. <laughs> go ahead no. that's actually funny that they my had man. it there experience. nobody would have played this shit yeah and mind you i was there for like eight hours nobody was at that outriders booth i was like that shit was i felt bad for them but that shit was embarrassing like that game sucks though that's what happens when you make a bad game nomad killed it by the way um <laughs> goat simulator 3 that got shown off uh marvel midnight bunch of stuff bunch of stuff uh how you how, first of all how are we feeling about uh summer games fest overall as a presentation did you guys were you entertained 
uh and then talk about the games what would you like what you dislike trash what um i think that i think that this is a good start for you know jeff Keeley really having the uh you know the main stage um for there being no e3 i can easily see this like if e3 continues to not be a thing or it just like i, I think that even if e3 does truly come back which i still don't believe i think they're going to end up probably cancel it again but if they really don't come back uh or if they do come back it's not going to be the same as it was i don't think it's going to be the same capacity so i like it how it is especially when i found out you know through you and and paris and a couple other people who are mutuals that they had like an actual physical space where you could play these games and talk to these devs like like that small intimate space i think that that's super dope and that's what i felt like e3 was really lacking once they started letting the general public in and, and you know charging them to actually come to the uh to the um the actual conference or the uh the event the convention so i think that um i think that jeff definitely has a a good thing on his hands with this and all he has to do is really capitalize like he can truly make it bigger like you it can really be like e3 just without the big boots like he can make it um a slightly bigger you know thing and maybe invite some fans uh, but that's just uh, i'm just talking about the physical aspect but i think like as far as like the presentation and stuff like they were cool it kind of reminded me of like an expanded um game awards where you just you know we have all these world premieres but it was just a lot more games that you could show because obviously it's you know going to be taking place of e3 so it's a lot of shit to show so i think it's a it's a good product here it's a good product and i did like some games here um like i said before <laughs> uh outrise was my favorite i really liked that uh ghost simulator definitely uh brought people for a loop because they were like what the hell is this like they're making fun of dead island and like people just swore up and down to do with daylight uh dead island but they were just making fun of it for ghost simulator um but they showed some some cool stuff though like said street fighter um uh, was cool that they showed that callisto protocol had everybody going crazy call of duty modern warfare 2 was meh but you know it's it's there we we know it, it looks like <laughs> it looks like literally the uh the previous uh call of duty modern warfare 2 but like JG, one of those all my favorite influencers said it's gonna be good didn't you see the gift boxes activision sent them that's not sketchy oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know which fire actually looked pretty good i like uh i like that uh, so yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a couple of things I don't like on here. So like I say, I think the overall product is pretty good, and I truly think that like if, if Jeff plays it correctly, like it can really overtake E3. Because um, I think that again, if E3 comes back, it's going to be a shell of its former self. So so there was some dope stuff that they showed here, and, and like I said, I I want to if they continue doing it like this, like I do want to come to LA, uh, you know, in the in the upcoming years and and be a part of this. Yeah, I I because I, I was physically there, I could say I liked it. Um... In terms of like the actual physical setup what he was doing what i was telling danny is i was like i was like what he has to do now is he just has to expand it like it was a small space and they had like 20 some games there or whatever all he has to do is get that and maybe like two more rooms like the same size and just fill it out with fucking games but like the small intimate space like that and then like each game had four tvs and four couches um, and just book appointments or whatever and you can do your interviews like that it was cool it was like a small press little event or whatever and it was very easy to travel honestly it was more of a social event they had they had taco trucks there so we got like free lunch and stuff like that it was more of a social event for you to like meet other people in the industry as well as get your hands on these games and like one of the biggest problems with e3 was like 
it was too big for its own good it was almost like ego like it like i remember our feet would be hurting by the end of the day because like we had one interview in the east hall then we would have to go to the west hall and mind y'all it took like 10 minutes to get from one hall to like another a lot of times longer because it was so many people you had to shuffle through this small little intimate thing and made it easier to get the job done and if he wants to open it to the public i don't know do three days two days for press one day open to where people can come and check out the games um but i i like the idea that he has he's just got to build it out a little bit more and i think he has the connections to do that also i think it's kind of a rough year because like COVID, so it probably wasn't a lot to show in the first place um but in terms of like the presentation the game that they showed like i said i'm excited for callisto protocol i'm a big fan uh of of the the dead space series and to see the original career working demo? on it no they didn't have a demo for that but the dude was there we actually got an interview with them on yeah. um x-play uh gb gb got to do the interview with the dude so if y'all want to check it out i also got to interview the um the producer the chief producer and the director uh for street fighter 6 so we have an interview for that on youtube.com slash xplay uh if you guys want to learn more about xplay uh apparently i was asking questions that nobody else it was you know the crazy part is the street fighter booth was the most popular one there uh i saw a lot of content creators pull up um i saw max there and like a whole bunch of other people apparently like nobody was asking them questions because they were like they were like thank you for asking these questions i was like oh i was like i thought it was a press event uh, there was a lot of fgc dudes there i guess they wouldn't add besides max because he did put out a good video but everybody else they weren't really asking no questions i was like interesting uh, just Boy, feel bad know, just here to play the damn game okay yeah <laughs> no that that's literally the point that's why they come like, it's literally no. for clout they just wanted to take a picture look i'm playing the stano motherfuckers bro that shit is weird bro i don't get it uh so that that was really cool because the interview was in japanese and we had like a whole translator they were super nice uh and then one of the uh the producer his backpack he had a bunch of like naruto shit on it so then when i told him my name he's like ah like obviously i can't you know speak to him directly but you know yeah like that nod he's like respect basically um but yeah you knew what okage meant yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah some highlights from the actual summer games fest was uh one that got a lot of people talking it wasn't a highlight for me but it was a highlight for a lot of people was the last of us remaster that got announced uh it'll be on the ps5 70 dollars what they're changing is the visuals so what they're doing is they're actually uh changing the the visuals to look closer to the last of us part two but then also they're changing the character models to look more like the actual voice actors so if you actually look up screenshots the characters will look almost they i do see a difference um and then the gameplay will be closer to to two but the same like story and stuff like that um how you guys first of all i didn't even get your thoughts my bad on summer games fest and like the last of us remaster announcement ethos uh yeah game fest was cool uh there was some stuff i saw that i liked some stuff i was like yeah i don't really care about this but uh overall i think for a first try it was not bad so looking forward to seeing of course like you know as it gets feedback and iterates on it further um i think definitely 2022 has been just that like covid has been pretty obvious with the game delays and everything like that that's why i I, you know for what the situation was you know he did a solid job um as for last of us remaster i I really don't care. The only reason I would have like been really excited for it is if it included the multiplayer, but as it as it's told, it does not. So I really just don't care now. So the question is, this is a remaster of a remaster of a game that came out in 2013. When is, have have we reached the point where like I I brought it up behind the scenes. I was like, as much as I like Naughty Dog games, I was like, I feel like they're being a little lazy. Like 
I get they updated the visuals, but it's like this is supposed to be like one of the premier studios in gaming. And I'm like, how many remasters are we gonna get? Uh, I love The Last of Us, the first one, but I was like, I didn't like it that damn much, bro. Like, what we need that? Like, they talking about this shit like it's fucking Mass Effect, bro. Like, no, it's not. What it? Uh, do Do you think we've reached a weird point in gaming where we're getting too many remasters for the remasters, Jay? Absolutely. Uh, I talked about this on the stream, but I was like, okay, we're <laughs> like when the PS4 version came out we were I, mad about that too i remember yeah i was well i was mad about it i could understand the words. ps4 version though a lot of people didn't get to play the three because people forget the last of us did come out on the tail end of the playstation 3 and i didn't yes. own a three yes. back then but, i was an xbox the, i was an xbox but, dude so the four yeah. makes sense but the argument was was that they literally dropped this thing like if you remember last of us came out in 2013 like at the tail end of the ps3's era like it was like the i think the swan song of the ps3 then they dropped the ps4 version literally i think a year after it had been out Mm. and they charge $60 they didn't give any sort of like if you own this game on PS3 we'll discount it for you something like that like you were essentially paying for which I could argue was didn't really visually feel like a big upgrade it was like oh the mm. textures are less blurry and that's about it now, I get it from like I was just like you I had an Xbox I didn't get a PS3 at all so for me you know I, I was like oh yeah I'll buy this sure yeah and I ended up playing it for hundreds of hours because more of the multiplayer I like I love the multiplayer more than I did the single player so um yeah, like I, I think that was like the argument about like why people were kind of like upset about like the remaster of uh, Last of Us Four. I'm trying to remember when it came out. It was like was it 2014? Mm. Uh, it was. Yeah, 2014. So literally, I think uh, yeah, it came out literally a year later. A year later. Yeah. A year later. Yeah, Last of Us came out. Um, June 4th, 2013. So literally a year later, around basically a year, they dropped. <laughs> right when the PS4 dropped, they dropped another uh copy of it and made people pay sixty dollars and now it's kind of weird too because now they're doing it again they're now bringing it to the ps5 and now they're doing the same thing oh we're updating the visuals of it and on top of that to make it worse we're taking out a like part of the content of the game which was the multiplayer like now you can't even play the multiplayer so i think it's kind of screwed too because what about the community of people who play last of us multiplayer or like play it it's now going to be so small because now it's just like they're only in this like remaster frankenstein that was on the ps4 that now you have to like backwards compatible on the ps5 to play get what i mean so it's kind of like yeah like i feel like the multiplayer people like myself really feel like we really got screwed out of it i feel like it would have been way more okay or would have been more compelling if the multiplayer was included but because it's not i feel like it's very hard for me to like say the 70 dollars price tag is is fair i, I just yeah i just don't yeah. agree with it at all yeah so I, yeah so that was my sorry okay, uh, okay. that was my thing um i remember i made a video about this back in the day when the uh, ps4 version came out and i was like well why are people buying it so late did you all just not have a ps3 majority of people said no and i'm like okay that's understandable because me i didn't have a ps3 back then i had an xbox 360 but at the tail end of the xbox 360 life cycle i was like fuck it like i really want to play last of us so i just traded it in and i got the last of us on ps3 so i could excuse the people who you know just didn't own it and they got a ps4 instead and just want to play it i was like fine but this one here i asked the same question i was like what excuses do you all have now because this game is is almost 10 years old and they're bringing it back out again this is literally like the gta effect at this point most of y'all don't even got ps5s <laughs> yeah 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 and and most of y'all don't even have ps5 but the the one thing that they said and dx said this and i was like okay like you have really really good patience because he oh, said yeah, he, he never owned the ps3 or yeah, ps4 or yeah he didn't play it at all and so he's waiting on the pc version but 
one we don't even know when the pc version is coming out they still didn't announce that they only announced when the ps5 version is coming out which is in september so we still don't know how much longer we have to wait on the pc version but literally the biggest thing besides what ito said with the lack of multiplayer is a 70 dollars price tag there is no way on god's green earth that that game should be 70 dollars 40 dollars should be the most that you should charge for that that's really a travesty and, that, and the, i think that's really the thing that i'm just most upset about can you think of the really messed up part is that like mass effect literally dropped its remaster last year and that came with three games and almost every piece of dlc that ever came out with that game it was like literally like a thousand like and the only hours. reason it didn't come out with that one piece of dlc is because the files are corrupted but right. it would have had it yeah, and the only mm. thing was, and they had to cut the multiplayer because they said they couldn't get the the server. They didn't have the time to get the server infrastructure to work with this like different version, how to make it talk to the 360 version. But like that right there is just an example of like at least like you could feel like there was an effort done and they did the best that they could, especially considering that the game was extremely old, like a decade like Last of Us. Like I think Ma I think even older than Ma um, Last of Us, right? Like it, it came out in 2007, 2008. So yeah, the original Mass Effect came out in 08, I think. Yeah, and it had a lot of issues like from back in the day, like a lot of like texturing issues, stuff like that. But the difference is like Last of Us, the first game, it's I would argue it hasn't even aged badly. It's not like the game is unplayable. It still like, looks good. It still looks mm -hmm. good and it still plays good. Like now that they since they did the whole like uh update where it went to 60 FPS, you could honestly play the PS4 version of it and, be, and it'd be perfectly good to you. I what I think is happening, this is just my take. I think what's really happening here is Sony and Naughty Dog know that they have that HBO series coming out and they know potentially the game's going to get exposed to a bunch of brand new people. And I think they think they're going to be able to double dip them. Basically. Mm, it's a marketing so it's a rollout. It's, it's a rollout. A rollout. They know like, yeah. because I bet you the HBO show is going to drop right around the time this game's going to drop. And I have a feeling that like, they you know like, well, our hardcore fans, you know, that really love Last of Us, they don't care. They're going to spend the $70, $100, you know, I, whatever. They're, they're a lost cause. We, we know for a fact they're going to buy it. But for the people, like, obviously that are just like, oh, I played the game already. I, I played the game twice or I own the game twice. There's no way. Why would I buy this game a third time with less content? They're, they're like, all right, well, they don't matter. We lose them. But potentially, this is kind of the same effect that Witcher had. I bet you they're looking at Witcher 3 and was like, well, when Witcher got on Netflix, there was a big influx of sales that Witcher 3 got because of the TV show. And I think they're thinking the same thing. They're like, all right, so we can only we can not only capitalize on that, but let's drop an updated version of it. And obviously, people are going to be like, well, what, what version of Last of Us do I get? We'll get the fancy new one that's now on PS5, you know, the hottest console out right now. So you get it. So that's my take. That's why I think that's why I think they're doing what doing no it's i agree stuff. it's a marketing play it's one yeah. of the it's one of those things though it's 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 an example of you live long enough to become the villain it's very uh, greedy. yeah it's, it's greedy because it's i like greedy. i did i i did the math um the original uncharted came out in 2007 uh and that was 15 years ago and i don't care what nobody says uh the last of us is uncharted with zombies in a crafting system it's the same shit they've been making the same game for the last 15 years and i'm like bro you're dropping another one i like i just is like yo can we get a new it's jack a new ip like naughty dog is supposed to be one of the premier i was like as, as far as i'm concerned i just don't view naughty dog on the same level as like respawn or whatever it's like i feel like they're getting a little greedy and it's like go do something else dude like i don't know Maybe they're just becoming like a kind of like the Kojima effect, right? Like get really good at one type of thing and just keep reiterating it and just bringing it out as much as you can instead of trying to like dive into something completely different. It's I don't know, like, man. That box simulator was pretty different from Metal Gear. Which one? Uh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe maybe that's why they don't do it, right? Uh, like, 
Yeah. Like at least go like, to to his credit, whether you like Death Stranding or not, you know we, we already know what we believe. But like, whether if you enjoyed it or not, at least I give Kojima credit. At least he didn't just make another Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's different. Like, he, he did something completely different, which I give him. I'll give him pure respect for that. You got my respect for doing at least attempting to try something different. But I feel like Naughty Dog is kind of like different. Like same idea as Kojima, only worked like back in the PS2 era, did the whole like Jack thing. You know that type. My of, my, uh, my argument is. Now. Naughty doing, Dog like, is cinematic games. Right? Naughty Dog is like like the Drake or like Kanye of like gaming. They've transcended yeah, really. their genre. Like it's they, it doesn't matter what Naughty Dog makes at bare minimum, it's gonna sell. So as long as it's good, they'll be okay. And that, it's not like a yeah. smaller studio where like it's risky for them to try they something new. Try. And that's why I said they've lived long enough to become the villain. I'm like you guys are just being greedy. Uh, like I would like to see them do more creative things. Um, and it sucks too because right now some fans are working on a port of uh, Jack and Daxter to PC and it runs like in 4K and I'm like that just goes to That's show you crazy. people still want I put the link in there if you want to look at it it looks really good too yeah I uh, saw it and uh, I'm like this just goes to show you people still your fans are making the game that they want you to they make want, yeah know. and they, they refuse to make it the one positive uh, glimmer of light though is uh, a new Last of Us multiplayer standalone was announced for those unaware uh, the last of us did have multiplayer uh, on the original build and it was actually really good it had this whole crafting system um and they are, i guess they're taking that and they're building upon it and it's gonna have story elements on it and uh if you read the article it says that this multiplayer standalone for the last of us will have just as much story content as the actual like main games uh, so i'm curious to see it'll, it'll take place in another part of the nation i think i'm curious to see how this is going to play in combination with like the story i know you are a big fan of this ethos how are you feeling about this all they show is screenshots by the way for the people who are listening there's no gameplay uh yeah this is what i'm really excited for like this is the one thing i think out of naughty dog i'm really like excited for i i put an extreme amount of hours on the ps4 version i was i was actually pretty damn good at the game uh the multiplayer of it um i think it was actually like what you're talking about like trying something different that was the most like unique type of multiplayer game that i played in a long time and i really enjoyed it if they brought it back i definitely play it um if they brought it back like as a battle royale i think the game would work actually extremely well as a br game but I personally just don't want it. I'm sick of BRs. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Uh, the premise and everything they've seen is really good. I'm curious because it's standalone. I'm wondering if it's going to be a free-to-play game. I have a, a very interesting take that I think it's going to be a free-to-play game. I don't think they're going to charge for this. I think that's why they're making it standalone. I think they're going to, like, they Sony has been wanting to make live service games and push their multiplayer suites because they've been missing that era sector of the market. I think they might try to dive into, like, the free-to-play aspect um and i think it might be coming out when the pc version of uh the last of us one uh thingamabob comes out i think they're gonna just time it all at once and drop it on i think they might drop it on pc too that's my i think they're gonna like do crossplay between pc and ps5 mm. that's what i like to see but, how you feeling about the multiplayer jay i mean we gotta see some gameplay because this screenshot just doesn't do it for me but i do like that they decided to go this route because we literally heard nothing about the multiplayer. Like, and a lot of people were upset, including Ethos from The Last of Us 2 did not come with multiplayer. So I felt like this was something that they just needed to do. Um, it's interesting it's gonna have its own like story. I, I felt like that was the more interesting aspect um, than just them announcing a the multiplayer. But um, 
I mean, with seeing they're charging seventy dollars for this uh for this remake of Last of Us, I don't know if this multiplayer is gonna be free to play. But they better not I charge mean, no seventy for no multiplayer standalone. Oh man, no, that would be ridiculous. I mean, but it has a story to me though, so that's why that's why it really leads me to believe that it's not going to be free. Oh man, I'm telling you, if it's like twenty dollars, I'll get it. 30 maybe if, if there's a lot of stuff there and i'm like oh yeah this is what i want like if it's exactly what i want then yeah i'll pay the 30 if they charge 20 and 30 <laughs> I, dog if they charge from 70 dollar bullshit dog i swear to god man nah i will not buy that shit day one I, i'll wait nah. i'll get a key uh i i might i might end up buying that last of us remaster just for the simple fact of doing a video on it like a port report for like x play but do i really want to play it no it's strictly for like business i if i if i didn't have this job i wouldn't do it i wouldn't buy this shit um but yeah that's that's the last of us news right there um uh, more lighthearted news uh <laughs> spider-man they announced during the summer games fest spider-man um the original one that came out on ps4 with peter parker not the miles morales one uh it will be ported to the pc um and it'll come with all the dlc plus all the perks of pc so improved visuals you know frame rate blah 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 blah. uh possibly hopefully the modding community gets a hold of this um but what was cool about that announcement well the funny part is a fan was so upset they took to twitter and they took their custom spider-man playstation 4 and they sawed it in half because they were so angry that their exclusive spider-man game is now available on pc which is all a part of sony's bigger plan of bringing all their exclusives to pc um did you guys uh first of all how do you feel about the you know the the spider-man port and then also did you get a chance to take a look at the uh guy sawing his uh playstation in half his spider-man playstation in half out of anger can't wait to play this on my steam deck oh can't yeah wait. yeah you good can't wait the same thing it's another it's another blow to the sony another fans sorry bro sorry every six months every six months we like we come we, we start a podcast we announce that another playstation exclusive has gone to pc and we're just like it's another blow man like it's know, getting to the point where it's like especially because like they're talking about a recession is coming if money is really tight for you it's getting to the point where if, like you can only own like two platforms your best bet would probably be a pc and maybe like switch because on pc you can get those sony games and you can get the game pass uh i mean you can get a switch if you have a steam deck true i mean yeah it's it's interesting though because i mean we literally just announced two games back to back that are coming to the pc for sony so it's pretty hilarious so at this point you just gotta embrace it like it's happening it doesn't matter how long it will take for these games to come they're it's coming <laughs> like the pc state of play bro that's what it's called and it's now. the best version it is, but that's the is. part that's gonna make they soul yeah. burn you played the, the inferior version bro yeah. was it a war was really good rising I think uh what, what do you think is next? I think what ghosts probably ghost is gonna get announced probably by uh, yeah, yeah 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 those will probably be out next year the last of us we just talked about the last of us I think yeah. it's gonna come to PC I think they're gonna drop the last of us and ghost of Tsushima around the same time because I think uh the spider-man one's coming out this year right this fall right it's gonna be on PC this fall yeah especially if they, if, if they bring like the the multiplayer component of ghost of Tsushima to PC like as a free-to-play component or something yeah, like that like, people crazy. would go crazy yeah. definitely go crazy um, the modding for the spider-man game is gonna be great too I yeah, we need that mod. spider pig mod. 
Yeah, they're going to mod it up like crazy. So, you know, that version is going to be cool. Because they yeah. did the same thing to God of War. So, what's the name? I think the funny thing is this picture of him, like, sawing the PlayStation in half. This man yeah. almost cut his finger off if you look at the picture. That, yeah, his finger is way too close to that damn saw, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. So, shout yeah, out to he's trying to hold it together while he's cutting it. He, apparently, he said he lost a bet or something. But this is still ridiculous. It's still plastic yeah, flying all in his damn face and stuff. Yeah, man. Smoking up fumes and shit. Um, there was Sonic Central happened like the day of the Summer Games Fest, which is like a little press conference for everything Sonic. Uh, Ace's tattoos were tingling. Um, <laughs> they showed off Sonic Origins, which I recently just learned yesterday that it's it's not just a port of um Sonic One, Two, Three, and CD, but also you can play as any of the characters and like any of the, so you can play with Knuckles all the way through the games or whatever, or, like Tails if you wanted to, as well as you know like soundtracks. Some there's new music in there too because um unfortunately the uh, the Jackson Estate, you know he he worked on some of the soundtracks for uh sonic they weren't releasing the licensing rights to it so like the original composers of sonic had to go in and put some original music into the game um a lot of new content uh they were showing off that uh sonic prime there's a, this is a new tv show coming to netflix i don't know i should have put a link in there did y'all get a chance to look at the trailer there was like a brief little teaser for it actually no let me check it doesn't it out. look Why bad the animation doesn't look bad if you look it up on youtube i was like oh, okay i was like i'll watch this uh the animation looks really good um, and then they also showed off some new Sonic Frontiers gameplay. Um, what's the name? And it, it, that third little bit of gameplay, uh, it's getting much better feedback than the original two videos that IGN released. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention this, but at Summer Games Fest, they was not Sonic Frontiers was there. First of all, nobody knew it was going to be there, which is the funny part. We just showed up and we saw it on the TV. It was like, uh, there that wasn't in the emails so they just showed up like last minute apparently and the sega security guards they had blue sonic shirts on some uh some regular wrangler jeans and they had the sonic shoes on and like i tried to go over there because it was four it was four tvs per game at the summer games fest nobody was sitting in the sonic frontier section so i tried to go play i was like can i play and he was like no we're, we're only for people who booked appointments i'm like bro there's literally nobody fucking here like are you kidding me uh apparently they only showed it like two people but they had it out in the open they were being really exclusive uh because excuse me yeah what the hell they were being Aww. really exclusive because i after the ign shit uh sega's like really nervous Lock about it down <laughs> yeah they, they don't want okay. any more bad press but my thing is like that's you and ign's fault you don't want to greenlit that damn gameplay um, indeed you gave them the exclusive so everybody who's played the game they said it's it's actually not bad it's just that that opening that shit that they showed that's just like a hub world apparently there's like traditional sonic levels in it and like that hub world is just to get from point a to b as well as like little side quests and stuff in there to open up new areas and stuff like that and then there's a bunch of other stuff that they haven't revealed yet so i can't talk about that but like gb was telling me that shit is fire but yeah uh they showed more frontiers gameplay did anything from the uh sonic central uh speak to you you, you guys a little shanik well i mean obviously frontiers i was dying to know i was literally waiting on the pod to ask you what you thought about it but damn you didn't get to play it so nope they was like get out of here buddy like, but yeah, yeah i was literally about to come in here and say like wow like is that like since the last time we talked about it this game is big kitty shit on like people are very very upset but i mean if that third trailer ended up you know making it look better because uh, i did hear uh you know like the same feedback that you heard um from the people that actually did get their hands on it and they said it you know give it a chance like don't just look at what ign did with their gameplay like it actually looks good but people been memeing this freaking game to death 
based off the trailer. So, uh, I mean, it's an unfortunate situation that Sega was in due to the uh, the exclusive videos, but you know, it is what it is. I, I said last time that I wasn't going to just use those and be like, oh, well, this game sucks, this game sucks. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll see as we, hopefully there's like a, a demo or beta that like everybody can play before it comes out. But obviously, they, you know, they had to rethink their strategy. I don't even know why they came to uh, to some of the game fest, but they were going to do it like that. But, hey. Shanik. Uh, any takes on Sonic Central, uh, Ethos? Did we lose Ethos? No, I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what you do care about? I've seen some people talking about it on the timeline. This neon white game. What is this shit? Oh, you probably like it. It's a uh, speed running game. It's a speed running anime styled uh, game where basically, like you, uh, you're a assassin that's been contracted by God to basically exterminate demons that are in the lower part of heaven for him and the way the game works is it's like a fast-paced like shooter first person shooter and the way the guns work is that you you kill uh these demons and sometimes they drop these cards these cards that represent a gun and then they have different properties so you can shoot the gun normally or you can right click and it does a different property like gives you like a uh, like a, an explosion that bumps you up higher or makes you slam down the ground so it's like a speed running game like Son it's like sonic basically but with guns like you're, you're running through the level as fast as you can and you're comboing these cards to eliminate all the demons on the map as fast as possible to get the best score Shanik. And it has like a cool little anime persona, little backstory back in with the different characters and dialogue and stuff like that. Is this a PC exclusive? Uh, no, I think it's on like Steam. I, I think it might be on everything. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the Steam page. It has overwhelmingly positive reviews. This game actually does look pretty good. good. I played the demo of it last year when they had the Steam Next Fest last year. I tried the game out uh, and I was like, like, oh, this game actually feels pretty good. So I wishlisted and then I've been I've, I've been like quietly like anticipating it. It also has Steve Bloom in it. So great voice acting, too. In, in the oh, game. this is Annapurna. Some people in the G4 office was like, yeah, Annapurna don't miss. And I'm like, what? I've never even heard nah, of this. They, they, they definitely missed a couple times. The only or Annapurna game that I knew was uh, Stray, that cat game they have coming uh, out. 12, 12 Minutes was also published by them what's the name um yeah I, I got a preview of that that damn stray game i was not impressed uh oh the cat yeah i wasn't impressed by that shit are you man. allowed to speak about it yeah i believe you know? so yeah, yeah the, 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 what i saw yeah i mean um like you, the uh it's called stray summer game the, no no i'm talking about the summer games that's where you played it no 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 i got a preview of this like weeks before the summer games phase. it was like a behind the scenes thing um, oh, make sure you're not under embargo. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not because we the, the embargo was like two weeks afterwards. I mean, I was just gonna say I wasn't impressed. I wasn't gonna get into any specifics. Uh, so what is it? Siggy's looking forward to this. So it's what, what, it's what much. It? I was actually looking forward to it too because I thought it was gonna be like kind of a platformer like this where you have to play as a cat, kind of like this neon white game, but it's more right. of like an adventure game. And you're like kind of just it seems like you're just kind of unraveling the world and what's going on because like everybody's like robots in the world and shit but like the platforming i wasn't that impressed by it uh because it was kind of like from what it looked like it was like you had to click a button and then the cat will jump it's all like kind of hold your hand it's it's more of like the atmosphere and the adventure type of thing so it's just a vibe sense. yeah it's you know, more like of a vibe type of game and i was like eh. exploring the cyberpunk city i, I feel like they had the opportunity to really do some cool shit as a as, as a cat uh, like being able to, I don't know, do backflips and, and jump. I mean, they're fucking agile. Uh, I, I, I wasn't impressed. I'd rather watch the Puss in Boots movie that's coming out. Interesting. Yeah, but who knows? I was Maybe kind of looking forward good. to it. We'll see. I'll probably still give it a try, but like just what I saw, I wasn't that impressed. Uh, 
What else did we? Oh yeah, you brought it up earlier that you weren't impressed by that, but the, they showed some Modern Warfare 2 gameplay at Summer Games Fest. Uh, it was, was story stuff, too. nothing multiplayer. <laughs> I wasn't impressed either. Uh, it was it was a lot of just uh, here's my graphics. It moment. sure was Call of Duty. <laughs> it, it was a pretty game. Same old, same old, bro. Yeah, same old. Same it was old, like wa just walking in slow motion. Look at our graphics. Look at our. Uh, I kind of thought game. it was gonna look even better, like compared to 2019. But it really feels like I feel like it's gonna come out and people are gonna say this feels like it's just 2019 with just new content. I feel like that's what the result's gonna be. Yeah, it was cool. Like that little moment when they were on the boat and it was leaning, and then like you had to you know adjust to the physics of the leaning boat like i was yeah. like yeah that's cool it wasn't that it right, but they've done something like that before yeah like, they have again, it's not yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to give them something bro like that bro, mission that stop, mission like, yeah. that <laughs> play so many damn games i don't remember bro like oh, like, it looked like one of the old stages like, it looked like yeah. wet work off of the original modern warfare yeah. It's like that, and then you remember in uh, Modern Warfare Two, they do the exact same thing. They go to an oil rig, remember, and they breach those doors to get the hostages. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, yeah the co op stuff, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's the same type thing. Yeah, I don't even. I didn't even play the story in 2019, which is. I heard it was good, but I probably won't play the story in this. I just want to see what the multiplayer is like. It was It's just I. It wasn't terrible. It was, pretty, it was, it was, it was okay. It's solid. Yeah. Uh, what i wonder what else they can do like in this modern timeline in terms of like weapons and like storyline like, nothing i don't think not, doing yeah anything, nothing, bro. i feel like they, they're just right now just regurgitating the original timeline they're just doing little shifts here and change here's the thing this is what we should put a money down our bet down is ghost going to live in this game or do you think they're going to kill him off just like they did in the og i'm gonna be honest i don't even remember who ghost is he's the one with the the mask yeah, the mask uh I, the I have, British guy. I have no affinity to any of these characters. Like only Everybody only character I remember is is Soap, and I don't even remember his storyline. Uh, I just remember them shouting Soap. I just remember them saying his name, but like there's nothing memorable about the Call of Duty stories other than Black Ops. The numbers, Mason. That's the only thing I really remember. Mm, and like the okay. flashbacks and shit like that. Yeah, like, well, a lot of Call of Duty fans are they really loved Ghost from the OG. Like he was like I think the most the favorite character from MW2, and everyone was mad that basically they they kill him. Remember, like Shepard shoots him in the back of the head. Like oh, oh yeah, no, I do remember that part. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And you get mad because he's like, yo, he was like one of the coolest characters, and they just killed him off at the end of the game. Mm. So um, Call of Duty. Okay. What do you see? Live or die. Um. Uh, I hope he dies so everybody can get mad. Die. JG, live or die. <laughs> I will also say die. Uh, I'll say he lives. All right, so we'll say this. Two to one. All right, we'll see. Uh, as a matter of fact, no, I'm going to change my answer. They're going to let him live because they need they need something to milk. Make some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love him. We'll keep him alive. Uh, shit. Because Call of Duty is on its last leg. I feel like with Call of Duty, it's like if you just kick the leg under, that bitch going to fall at any point, bro. It's just any like, moment now. Yeah. Don't like worry. Microsoft generations, will save man. it, man. Yeah. They're going to save it. Hopefully, we'll see if hey kids, did happens. you know the first Call of Duty came out on PC as an exclusive back in like 1999? They do not care, bro. That's where a lot of people, a that lot game. of the audience probably had no clue, bro. <sighs> yeah, for a lot of people, Call of Duty didn't start until Call of Duty start 4 on. Modern Warfare. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny that they like you know a lot of people they just love the console version oh my god like it started on pc y'all let me tell you what the engine was based off of originally <laughs> a pc game called quake what's good everybody it's utxjt to die one third of the game illuminati this podcast is sponsored by zavi it's still june and we just had some bangers come through for all of my pop culture fans stranger things season four volume one came out at the end of may and had social media on fire Zavi had to get in on the action to bring you a merch drop that will satisfy any fan. Along with the merch, there is a Royal Bobble Zavi exclusive that's limited to only a thousand pieces. So get on that ASAP. 
Obi-Wan Kenobi just finished as you are hearing this and you can't deny how fire that miniseries was. The Obi-Wan collection is also available with some dope shirts and hoodies. Don't forget about that Star Wars 45th anniversary collection. None of those your thing? Well how about Jurassic World Dominion or maybe Call of Duty? Are you getting my point now? Zavi is the planet of pop culture for almost anything you could think of. They make all of their clothing on demand in their UK warehouses until they sell out. There are tons of exclusive clothing collections and other products from the biggest franchises. But best of all, it's affordable. I just got done buying five shirts and I ain't even break the bank. So make sure you check out us.zombie.com right now. Use code GI Podcast for 20% off of clothing and 10% off of everything else. That's us.zavi.com and use code GI Podcast. Um, next big showcase was the Bethesda Xbox showcase. Um, it was like two hours long and it was nothing but pretty much straight games. It was a little bit of intervention in between, like a little bit of interviews, or whatever, but it was mostly just gameplay. Uh, they did a 12 month roadmap. So basically, the game, game, these games that they announced, they announced 50 games, 38 will be on the Game Pass. And these games are all coming in the last half of 2022 and the first half of 2023, so the next 12 months. Um, some highlights, uh, in the they include uh, what was that shit, that vampire game. Uh, da, da, da. Redfall. Yeah, Redfall. Redfall. Um, I thought that uh, Flintlock looked Plague pretty cool. Yeah, Plague looked cool, but we already knew that was coming. Um, yeah, Stalker 2 looked pretty good. Yeah, um, Starfield, they showed that. Starfield. And then um, another big uh, announcement that I feel like kind of got swept under the rug was the League of Legends shit. I don't care about it, but I know if you're like a League fan, getting all that that's content. That's massive. For- yeah, the yeah, yeah that partnership with Riot is crazy. That's insane. So if man. y'all didn't hear, you get all the champions for free on Game Pass for League of Legends, is, and that's League of Legends and Valorant. Uh, and the mobile game of League. Yeah, and Wild Rift. So that's a big yeah. deal. Um, all the Persona games are going to be on yeah. Game Pass. That's a big deal. Uh, it's... it's I've seen people on Twitter be like, it's nothing to play on. I'm like, bro, I, I looked don't at this believe high this on life. Game. That game looked fire. That's a new game yeah. that's being written and developed by the people behind uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick Morty. Looked really yeah. fun. Uh, I don't know what people were talking about when they said they didn't have no games to play. I was like, it looked it looked pretty. They showed Overwatch pretty, too, pretty thick. You know? Yeah. Uh, how we how, that, that Forza DLC look gas too? Uh, the, the oh, there you wheel? go. Like, I got yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I'm about to download Forza. I keep forgetting. I'm that telling game you, bro, Forza's pretty good, man. So first of all, let's talk about. Oh, they showed Diablo Four too as well. The Diablo look good. Let's too, talk man. about first of all. Let's talk about everything except for Starfield. Like, how do we feel about the yeah. presentation overall? And then we're going to go into the Starfield conversation. So, Jay, how did you feel about the presentation and the 49 games uh, uh, that not including Starfield, the 50th? Uh, how did you feel about it as a whole? Like, I'm I'm actually impressed. I am impressed at what Microsoft did this year. First of all, I did, for the last few years, they've been just sticking to the games. They haven't been, you know, making any other announcements about anything else. They've literally just been showing games. I initially came into this thinking that Bethesda was going to save them, you know, since they acquired them. I was like, Xbox or Microsoft is going to have nothing to show, and it's just going to be mainly Bethesda stuff. But I, I think that them first of all saying that this is uh, this is what's coming in the next 12 months, freaking genius. Uh, you literally have almost 80% of the games that they show are coming to Game Pass. That's freaking major. And I know the ethos was just like, just eat it up. You're like, yeah, they got everything to play with both. I was rubbing my um, hands. <laughs> and the games that they show, like, you know, going back to what you said, TV, like, 
there's nothing I, I i truly i cannot believe that there is nothing that you don't want to play here it's, it's, it's freaking 50 games total and some of my favorite games that uh that i saw here redfall i thought that it was a uh, genius opening up with that even though it got delayed but that's okay that looked dope uh wolong looked dope oh i uh, forgot wolong yeah. yeah i don't yeah, know if Wo you saw look fire they, they, they um it's made by team ninja and they confirmed yeah. it's going to be a souls born type of game so souls born like fighting lu boo nigga yeah. what yeah, no, I call PTSD, long, bro. Just seeing I'm that ready for it. Right? <laughs> PTSD. I'm ready for Wolong. That's a don't sleep on that game. Yeah. So Wolong looked dope. Uh, Flintlock looked dope. Uh, Erebon Shadow Legacy that looked good. Uh, Atomic Heart and surprisingly Diablo 4 looked good. And I don't even really play Diablo game. The last uh, Diablo play uh, I played was two so i'm actually sort of interested to get into diablo 4. um so those are like some of the games that stood out for me um uh, besides you know the the other stuff that either is not coming on game pass or uh you know i've already played or i already saw so that that was the uh the standouts for me out of the the new games that i saw but what we mentioned before like with the with the riot uh stuff coming to game pass and the persona stuff even though it, persona fans or, or something else like maybe i need to try it out because i'm like try i played all these games before so you i don't know why y'all excited i don't know why they're excited about them going on game pass so i guess that's, that's my only disconnect it's gonna be I on pc it's gonna be on pc finally that's why oh so they were never on okay so the game they never were on PC. the only way you could play is five was never on pc three was never on pc and only four recently in the past couple years got ported just randomly from the vita port it got ported to pc and it's on mm. steam right now and everyone like if you check the review scores it's like astronomically like people overwhelmingly love persona 4 golden so like we've been asking for years for to have persona 5 and persona 3 because they've been stuck on like playstation for the longest and now like now you're gonna get them on the xbox and for pc and for the game okay so. see now that makes sense okay yeah. now i understand it's, it, I it's like, massive the the yeah we like, y'all played these games already. yeah yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, mo it's mostly for like just you know like the anime audience and stuff like that and mm. for the few people who somehow have not played persona 5 yet like i haven't played royale i only played the og version of it i didn't play the updated version of it so they added like a bunch of new content into royale and stuff like that so if you've never played it i would recommend you you might like five because you like mm. yakuza it's Isn't similar this to that game like long as hell though yes it's a that's yeah. a hundred hour game i'm not gonna lie to you you're gonna be Ain't nobody got time for that bro yeah five took me i was over 100 hours by the time i got to the final Jesus like part fuck. of the game yeah i might just lot. i might yeah. just skip out on that one but that's cool okay so now i understand but yeah like these games look dope and the fact that they're coming out in the next 12 months like you can't beat that it literally gives you something to look forward to and you're not you're not sitting here wondering oh is this game going to come out next year is it going to come out in two years is it going to come out in three years no they told you it's coming out within the next one month so like this roadmap looks crazy and like i said 2023 like if you're a gamer you're going to be eating Eat good because that's when the real shit is going to drop so microsoft did a fucking amazing job like i for the first time in a long time i can say that they hit it out the park with this one I want to yeah. say, so I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, this is a massive W. Gamers always complain that, you know, these developers announce stuff and that it doesn't come out five years later, right? They showed you what's coming out in the next 12 months. And I did the math and there are eight games that will be on the game pass that I want to play off of this list. So then it becomes this conversation because for the people who say, oh, there's nothing here to play. So I, I would say to you, how many of these, like, does it need does it become a w for you if they hit 45 out of 50 or 49 because the way my brain works is like 
Eight is a lot. That's too many, actually, because I don't have the time to play all this shit. I can't play no 50 games. Yeah, you. so every game has to be a banger for you. As long as they got like two or three picks on here, that should be good for you. Also, keep in mind, this is what I'm, I'm realizing as I start to mature and get older. A lot of people are just not capable of viewing the world outside of their lens. Everything is not going to be 2K Call of Duty. This list of games was designed to appeal to a lot of people. And then let's bring it back to the Riot thing from a business standpoint this is a w for the people who do not get it i just googled there are 140 champions in league of legends and you would have to buy them all or grind the fuck out of the game to get them if you just want to do the free-to-play shit right imagine being somebody who wants a hundred who does who only owns like 20 of the champions and they play league all the time they see all 140 are going to be on the game pass for ten dollars a month plus you get all these other triple a and indie games you get to play this is like whether you're interested or not is irrelevant this is a massive business w for fucking um for for microsoft because it's gonna suck a lot of people into their ecosystem and that's what i'm starting i'm like yo y'all just don't get it like this is a long-term play that's gonna get a lot of people addicted but i i saw a lot of dope games here i wanted to play what about you ethos no i i agree i, I tweeted exactly what you said a little bit earlier where i was like i was kind of surprised by like there's definitely like people who are just straight up like just trying to push crazy agendas like trying to like downplay this and act like it's not a big deal compared to sony and it's just a it's just, it's an l or the, the whole conference was an l um i i i had this thought actually last week after we had, i like reviewed it all and i was like it's kind of crazy like if you remember back when we were younger like xbox used to be this like hardcore like uh brand it, it was, was the like, dude bro guys. machine it was the dude bro here's a war and call of duty yeah but if you look at it now it feels like ps5 has like become that sort of like hardcore like bro type of machine and the like xbox has become this like inclusive like this is where everybody is there's like, something everybody for everybody on this game list right now yeah. there's something for everybody like, even if you're not a hardcore gamer you could have people who are casual gamers look at this and be like oh this looks like some cool stuff i'd like to try out like th this is like an overwhelming amount of content and i feel like uh the riot thing is massive i think like people who are in the console space don't even understand how massive that is because that's just for me that's like an i think that's like an incubator that's just the beginning i think it's only a matter of time before whether it's uh riot has other games that they've said that league of legends fighting game i bet you that's going to end up on here on the game pass that like they're going to start to warm the waters with that mm. that fighting game is going to end up day one on the game pass and you and get all, and, all the and, characters. And you get yep. all the characters for the fighting game mm. yep because they're gonna be like our because this is the thing a lot of people don't know this is that leagues uh the riots player count and stuff like that is kind of separated from like the hardcore uh gaming community thing a, a lot of people don't know this but like if you're on pc what you might know is you might even have friends like this there's a lot of people in the riot ecosystem that don't really play pc gaming like they don't have like top of the inline rigs or they don't have uh like you know the best rigs or they don't play a bunch of hardcore games on pc uh, a lot of them are people who either have toasters or they have uh they only play league of legends it's like that's all they play on pc or valorant like they they're like hooked on these games and that's all they play and in any other time they're usually on their console or something like that so that group of gamers right there that like really doesn't touch the xbox doesn't touch the ecosystem of xbox this is massive for them because now there is a huge a huge like amazing deal that on top of all these games you're going to get access to right in cloud gaming and all this stuff that even at the bare minimum you know that like i don't have to pay money to unlock any future league of legends character where there's over a hundred of them uh any of them on the mobile and for valorant like i'm just playing now of uh, i was playing valorant earlier like just getting that access is already an amazing deal off rip considering that like 
each chance like each agent in valorant cost about like i think it's like four to like about five dollars five to seven dollars i think seven dollars it costs seven dollars to unlock a valorant champion if they come out if you want to get them like off the bat if you don't have the money to unlock them league of legends champions are like about the same thing you're about to be spending about 10 bucks to get the news champion if you don't want to like if you don't have the grind currency for it so the other thing that makes this compelling too is a lot of people smurf in league and valorant so they would easily pay the ten dollars so that their smurf account would have all the access to all the characters so they could play on a secondary account that ha that's hooked into their game pass so like this is very this is very strong for them and on top of this just like what you guys said um was i i thought the the, the horizon dlc looked uh fire uh somerville looked cool that plague tale looked good the but we were talking about earlier tbh the warhammer 40k game looked good i played uh, it it was good yeah, that grounded game uh, finally left early access, and now it's fully out in the game now. That's Obsidian, so that's a multiplayer like co-op game that you know if you want to play with your friends. Uh, Overwatch Two was big, went free to play, so that's massive. Overwatch Two is now completely free to play. Uh, High on Life looked great. Atomic Heart, which is that Bioshock Russian game, looks pretty cool. Uh, like I said, all the Persona games, um, the 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 uh, was it the flight simulation? For, I know the people in that space really were hyped about that. Um, Slime Ranchers Two, Party Animals. Diablo 4, Redfall, which we know, like, they're not shown here yet, but we know once the acquisition happens, Diablo 4 is going to be on the Game Pass for free. Redfall looked good. Starfield looked good. Uh, another Forza game coming out. Stalker 2 looked good. Well, like, there's also, a bunch. It's, it's insane. Yeah, going, like, going back to, like, the Riot Cocoon thing. looked cool. That Cocoon game looked cool, too. League, League yeah. is, League and Valorant, getting all those characters is going to bring that audience into the Microsoft yep, into ecosystem. The and then yep. when, we're not saying it's going to happen, but educated guess, if they bring that fighting game, Riot's fighting game, to the Game Pass, then the FGC members yep. the people that go to all these tournaments which is huge they're going to look at go. it and they're going to be like well do i want to get it on the playstation or would i just pay ten dollars for the game pass and get him granted i believe it's going to be a free-to-play fighting game but yep. i'll get all those characters that i was going to buy anyway plus i get all of these games it's going to most of probably the fgc is probably going to be sucked into the microsoft ecosystem yeah. because it's just a better overall deal then and, they're going to be playing all these other different games and that's the and that's the key thing i think a lot of people are missing here is that it is a it is very compelling when you try to tell me and say well a lot of these are gate or multi-plat or some of these are going to be on playstation it doesn't matter like i'm going to still be able to play diablo 4 on on you know on on, uh playstation 5 or i'm gonna be able to play like plague tales nights who's like you know whatever the like grouping of these games you're like well it's still gonna drop on ps5 true that is true you're still gonna be able to play it on your console but it's gonna be very compelling when you look at you you have your ps5 sitting there and and sony's over there telling you give me 70 dollars to play that same game or 50 dollars or 60 dollars to get that game and then xbox is just over here like bro you got the game pass so i mean you, you just got access to it i can't tell you how many times this past tbh can tell you jg i can't tell you how many times in the past three months literally a game came out and we were just like bro it's on the game pass like we were talking about oh i don't know if i i, I want to buy that right now we're just like dog it's on the game pass like that's kind of like insane when you think about it yeah i don't want to go as far as to say it is bethesda and activision were the first two infinity stones depending on how this league this riot deal plays out if they see a that boost in numbers one. that could be their third infinity stone and people don't realize that and they don't not need saying to that they're gonna buy them yeah not out, they don't even riot. need to outright yeah. buy them as long as they yeah. have that exclusive deal in place where you get all the characters on the game pass that could attract yeah, a very it. large audience for the business mm -hmm.
Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out in the next 12 months. Um, all them Blizzard games coming, all them Activision and Call of Duty will be and, on. Hold on, just, just, just for clarification too, for because I know I feel like this entire conversation has been too positive. People say we're too negative. Now we're being too positive. They're going to be like, yeah. oh, we're Xbox shills. We're shilling. If you yeah. never listen to this podcast, we've been ragging on Xbox for like, especially for me, for like the last, during that Xbox One era, Xbox ain't got no games. And I always said, I do that shit out of love i want to see companies do better they're finally doing better so i'm gonna get props when props are due remove yourself from a situation your fucking feelings and look at it from a business standpoint what they're doing is very enticing Um, i said this shit back in 2018 2017 when they first announced this thing i said yo this thing could be massive and everybody said the same thing there's no fucking good games on it. there's nothing good in here this shit's gonna be trash it's it's gonna be another elver microsoft i was like but it takes time like that's what i always said about microsoft i said i said we all made fun of them back on the xbox one i was like phil stepped in and i was like the thing that phil understood was that it's gonna take time to incubate to catch up and it's like yeah it's like you're gonna take time for you guys to get those games yeah sony's just been doing it for so long that's why like they're just dropping all these like places exclusives like every single year they're dropping one or two or three of them so it's like yeah they're always gonna have that like line it was like it's only a matter of time whether it's like 2023 it seems gonna be 2023 is the year where it's gonna start but probably from 2023 on xbox is gonna be on the same level they're gonna be as long as like if everything plays out the way that i think they've been planning it xbox is going to start dropping you know starfield redfall then uh hellblade's going to be coming then uh you know probably another dishonor game is going to be coming you know all those bethesda games are going to be coming soon uh all the additional microsoft games that they've been incubating all the things obsidian's been quietly working on like they're just going to start dropping just so the same way people are hyped about like you know like god of war and horizon dropping this year and saying well you know playstation's dropping these games yeah they're dropping them like that's it but the thing i the thing i uh me and siggy were talking about was like look at the state of play for playstation this year that they dropped for you guys at e3 this year or or whatever they call it their state of play for this june and compare it to this xbox one like take the complete bias out of it playstation let y'all down astronomically they not only did they they were just this is only third party but nothing they showed a majority of the games they showed there are not even exclusive to your box like it's gonna be on xbox and for all we know you know it's very possible they might end up on the game pass too they just set the time marketed like just like resident evil 4 is going to be on the xbox you know all these things are going to be ending up on the, the multi-plats and it's even worse now because now you're realizing you know maybe that fomo is starting to kick in where you're starting to realize kind of like what i said before the ps5 came out i didn't see the value of the ps5 because they didn't have enough games to make me want to buy it and now on top of that now you're telling me every single like of their mainline big boy exclusives are coming to pc surely just takes them a little bit of time but they're going to show up man last it's making it it's not sounding compelling man the, the, plus. the other night i literally played like four games in the span of like 10 minutes so when i booted up uh ninja turtles i thought it was an ex- the x cloud i thought that was exclusive to the xbox game pass no it's on the pc it's game everything. pass too yep. yeah so i ended up mm-hmm. like for those of you unaware you can stream the games you don't even need to download them so like what i think one of, i think it was you ethos i was like oh they got banjo tooie i just started streaming that shit bro somebody started laughing to the fucking discord i was like bro yep. it's it's nice it's trust me it's definitely nice to be able to just stream games without even downloading them um so i i think it was a w uh i will offer one thing before you move on to to the major game uh i i will say this 
even though the game pass is it's freaking amazing the, the one thing i would say about the games that i'm looking at right now is a lot of them are third parties yes but again I, I think that it does get the value because it's game pass and you also have to add in the fact that bethesda you know is now owned by microsoft for it, even though it's not you know official official yet but they're also owned by microsoft but i will think that i will say that even that but uh even though microsoft didn't buy bethesda i think that they still would have had all these games uh on the platform anyways and a lot of them would have been on game pass so i will i will only offer that as you know a potential nitpick because it really is a nitpick it doesn't really matter because like, the, the counter to that you, is if you're going to play the majority of these games why would you get it on playstation, PlayStation. you just get them for free off the game pass exactly yes, exactly so it, it really doesn't make it irrelevant like, yeah, yeah it makes it irrelevant but that that's the only thing i want to offer is just a nitpick yeah. that's the same thing about the activision thing like people were like oh look at that it's still going to be multi-plat so it's not really a w it's like no you're you're insane if you're telling me that i can get call of duty every year basically for free within my game pass pricing right and everybody plays call of duty every single year and i don't have to shell out 70 dollars or a ridiculous amount of money to play it on like playstation yeah i'm gonna take the xbox version every single time in a heartbeat i'm not even gonna think twice about it yeah so it's the same argument yeah that that, that price value is insane you know game pass bethesda xbox game talk whatever um w. let's pivot let's pivot the conversation away to the 50th game that was on the list that we we briefly mentioned earlier which is bethesda's brand new rpg starfield this is a space game um kind of the premise of it is this is uh man's first kind of foray into space early space exp exploration uh we've been hearing a lot of things about the game for like the last two years i feel like but it's mostly just been a bunch of developers sitting around circle jerking each other about how great the game was going to be or how expansive how they reworked their their their, their engine and that but it gets to a point where like even i was on twitter where's the gameplay we get it todd howard you're coming off of fallout 76 we ain't trying to hear none of that goddamn talking where's the gameplay and during the showcase they finally showed starfield we got to see um a little bit of uh one of the planets them interacting with some of the characters some of the space uh traveling and stuff uh as well as they confirm the game will have like a thousand planets uh in it um and like the story the story actually looked pretty interesting to me but i, I want to hear y'all take on it uh ethos how are we feeling about starfield so when i first saw it i gasmed i was like oh my god this is like star citizen and and like <laughs> people out here saying no man's sky but i'd actually say it reminds me of what mass effect one wanted to do at a bigger scale because mass effect one had very similar like you know you could land on planets you know there was plants that you could you know go and you could explore them and stuff like that it feels like a full like uh um fruition of like that i like that uh vision that they originally had for mass effect one uh and it seems like kind of like you know bethesda's trying to fully realize it so from a mass effect like kid at heart obviously i'm excited for like any sort of like space rpg uh my uh, pessimism comes from the fact of i won't even say fallout 86 i won't even say that i'll just say i haven't been the biggest fan of even like fallout 4 i wasn't even the biggest fan of their last like single player rpg which was fallout 4 um i was a fan of skyrim so i do get the whole idea oh it's just skyrim in space that sounds cool but i i am just a little bit pessimistic about the game not reaching the potential of what they're marketing it as simply because todd howard has had a record of him 
embellishing on delusions of grandeur um, yeah delusions of grandeur i wouldn't say he straight up lies but i think you know sometimes he leaves a lot to the imagination and that usually ca causes people to think it's going to be the greatest thing ever and it ends up not being that so um there were some things i saw in the trailer that were kind of like spooky for me where i was like okay th this definitely needed to be delayed it makes perfect sense about why it needed delay because this thing had to come out it definitely would have been another cyberpunk um like the frame rate definitely didn't look that stable looked a little bit choppy here and there um and the gunplay i'm not a big fan of the gunplay i don't think the gunplay looked that good i, I think it looked serviceable but it was missing that uh that kind of that jazz you know what i mean like that little finesse of like what i feel like other games gunplay had like at least like with cyberpunk right the, the gunplay about cyberpunk was like the guns all had different styles and stuff like that rarities and it had like the hacking right so you always had like a bunch of cool stuff you could do but from what they showed us so far all i really saw was like there's like different weapon types there's some weapon crafting and i just shoot people i like there's no like uh there's no what's the what's the complementary system you know for the game for the gunplay right like with mass effect it's like the biotic powers it's the tech powers right the comboing that sort of thing like so you have a layer to the combat engine there doesn't seem to be that from what i've seen for this bethesda game yet so i'm kind of a little concerned about that that there might not be the depth that i want but the character customization looked cool i thought the perk thing the background system that looked cool you know having dialogue hopefully it goes back to more of like the older uh type of like dialogue system and not like what fallout 4 did um so more that like in-depth choices actually matter that sort of thing if they do that i think i'll enjoy it it's on game pass so i'm really not going to complain because at the end of the day i am just going to be able to get this game day one and play it without paying an additional like 60 dollars. so for me i don't think like I think my expectations are pretty low like they're like solid like i know what the game is now i'm looking forward to it but i'm not like this is going to be the greatest game uh, of like the last couple of years i'm like it's going to be one of the coolest games of all time like i'm not at that level yet i'm more of a just uh i gotta wait and see but at the end of the day my expectations i think are, are solid you know i expect it to be a good game and that's about to be it yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I'm cautiously optimistic, which is good for me it's because good, yeah. because I wasn't even interested in this. Shit. I was so tired of hearing Dang. about this game, bro. I'm like, Fucking can y'all just show some damn gameplay? And show what they game. showed, I was like, okay. I'm at a point where it's like, okay, you have my attention. I'm not completely sold, but I saw some things that I liked, and then I saw some things that I didn't like. What I did like is the world that they crafted. It seemed very interesting, the, the use of colors, the fact that you could switch between first and third person. Um, I liked that they're kind of using that uh, that more traditional Fallout style of um, dialogue. The same thing they did in the Outer Worlds. I mean, that's Obsidian, but yeah. where it's like the first person perspective, and you're kind of picking the dialogue. They're going back to doing that. Mm -hmm. um, the story that they teased seemed rather interesting. Like I said, it's man's first foray into like space, and there's like some like artifacts out there that you got to get to help save the colony i kind of want to see where that's going from my understanding it's not really going to be like alien based because it's humans first foray into space it's probably going to be dealing more with other humans uh and just kind of colonizing things um but i agree with you the my, my nitpicks of it uh the gunplay looked really painfully average um yeah just the way the gun swayed they moved but also none of the shots felt like they had impact impact yeah, yeah so i was like mm, yeah. they got to work on that sound design um and then the frame rate was a little choppy i'm like i don't know about that man like especially because we're like we're like six months out ain't we uh that they got to clean that up that optimization um and then that thousand planets kind of scared me that excited some people but i'm like eh. that's scary i'm like eh. <laughs> okay how many of those yeah. planets are gonna have something interesting to do on them because yeah. i'd rather take like 10 well-crafted planets 
that have like side quests and all that or like five just i don't need all that extra shit bro i'm playing it more for like the story um but i did like the i did like the uh the customization on the ship and stuff uh that, that was, was cool. that was pretty cool i was actually True. i was actually upset because at the beginning of the showcase they showed that ugly ass ship i'm like man what is this and then i was like oh i see why they did it because they wanted to showcase that you can customize it but then i'm like why he customizing that ugly ass shit but right um I, I think more so I'm interested because of the story aspect. Like I said, I, I love space content, obviously, because I'm a big Mass Effect. Like, they're only limited by their imagination. So the story is what's going to suck me in. If they clean up the other stuff, it doesn't have to be super spectacular for me because I didn't have high hopes for this game in the first place. But I am I am interested. What about you, Jay? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much just uh, nailed on the head with what I was most concerned about. Like, that Thousand planet stuff, I'm just like, there's no way there's going to be anything interesting, innovative, or utterly entertaining about a Thousand Planets. Like, that just, that screamed No Man's Sky for me, because that was one of the things that they touted. Um, and the game, uh, the, the gunplay definitely looked very, very choppy. It was really like the rumors. Uh, I remember we were talking about on a previous podcast about the uh, the rumors from one of the uh, the people who worked oh, on leaks. this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it seemed like that was stuff was pretty accurate um, with what he was saying Like after we saw the gameplay. I mean, shout out to them for finally showing the gameplay. Um, I felt like if, if at any point they needed to show anything, like it would have been then. So I'm glad that they definitely took the time at the very end of the Microsoft conference to talk about it. But um, yeah, I just think I, I really hope that it's not going to be so freaking ambitious that it just ruins the entire experience when it actually comes out. I'm hoping that, you know, it, it seems like they're going to have a lot of content, but it's just going to be for me. Is the content going to be ultimately worth it? Because like, I'm not interested in uh, in getting materials. I'm not interested in going to different planets just to get materials. And if the gunplay isn't up to par, like if the actual shooting mechanics and stuff like that isn't up to par, then I just I don't think I'll be interested at all. But you know, visually the game looked all, all right. Um, you know, I'm slightly interested. I, I know that they were talking about uh, like the main worlds. I think they said there are like four main you know hubs or uh, a world that you're going to be able to explore, and and that they're super huge, bigger than any uh, Fallout game. Or uh or Elder Scrolls, so I I thought that that was uh that that was cool for them to to mention that stuff. So I mean um it it's it's going to be interesting when it comes out, but I just wasn't overly impressed when I saw the gameplay. I was just happy that they finally had something to show, and and we'll just see when the game actually comes out uh, how it end up being. I just hope that people uh, definitely limit your expectations because. I don't want this to be another cyberpunk situation because this is definitely one of the more hyped up games. And now they finally showed something. Now, you know, we just have to wait and then ultimately make your opinion when you play it. It's funny because I feel like it has the potential to be a cyberpunk. Uh, oh, it definitely did before they delayed it. Uh, definitely. Like I said, like we're six months yeah. out and that it was still looking kind of choppy, like it wasn't ready to be shown. Um, and then also, I just remembered another nitpick I had to um, the face animations. I don't know if y'all noticed every character was like cockeyed. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that Bethesda engine Yeah, that's yeah. Episode. And like, and here's the thing though. And like, you know, they're going to do it. Shout out to Kroby Cat. They're going to pull up that footage of them. Oh, we uh -huh. reworked the engine of the last yeah, 20 yeah, years. Yeah. So this crooked eye shit. Pull them out. So yeah. it's like, I I'm not going to yeah, lie. If they the feel like it's, I, I feel like they have a foundation here. 
but if they feel like it's not ready it needs some time and more time in the oven i say take your time make the game great we don't need another cyberpunk uh, situation but i will also say after they finally showed it to us i see the potential in the game but i'm still not 100% i see why sold. microsoft acquired them that's yeah. what I, was mm -hmm. I totally see why they threw them the bag at him said we want your your studio when they because i'm pretty sure they saw an early look at this and they were like yeah this has the potential to be something major like the space gameplay look cool like the fact that you yeah. can hijack ships and like actually you know be able to own them like that like that stuff is cool and i know they eat those you were mentioning star citizen like that was the stuff maybe that they'll burn them motherfuckers maybe it'll make them start getting their shit together and hurrying up god they're damn Bethesda's about to beat them to the damn buzzer god damn they're they're not bro oh my god i'm so tired of them though it is what it is though uh so yeah those are our thoughts on starfield that game comes out later this year right uh, uh no next year, next year. Next year it got delayed 2023 yeah. sometime next yeah, year. early 2023 i believe uh so yeah look out for starfield uh hopefully they show more gameplay as we go along so we can get a better feel for the game uh not too crazy though don't be like ubisoft showing a, a different trailer every oh, week Jesus. your games yeah. suck actually uh, just hide your game you don't need to show God. anything they do Honestly, bro they do but that, don't even show a trailer until next year you, you the, no, far no. cry 6 you remember that yeah game oh, died right away bro assassin's creed valhalla i don't even like it just breaks my heart i don't even know what that game is anymore man um i saw an article this morning uh talking about a potential remake for assassin's creed one i said oh my god no no please make, don't make a oh. new game ubisoft and not a not a game that has a bunch of shit on the map bro make well, something like original. x defiant god bro i forgot about that game was ass bro like another doa and the game didn't even officially come out yet we were playing a beta and it went doa call of duty with sam fisher skins way to piss on his grave oh my god uh we're gonna run through these because i don't feel like there's a lot of meat on the bone for this one or um capcom showcase they showed street fighter 6 we talked about that monster hunter rise Sunbreak, uh the capcom fighting game collection which just recently released exo primal which is like um Jurassic World meets Anthem, and then uh, they announced a Dragon's Dogma sequel. Uh, oh, and then Resident Evil 4 remake, and then Resident Evil Village Gold, which is basically like all the content in one package. Uh, anything speaking to y'all from the Capcom showcase? Dragon's Dogma, baby. We're back. Everybody keeps talking about that. That's the that. only game, yep. Dogma. Yes, sir. Resident Evil 4, of course, is cool. I'll definitely play it, but no, that Dragon Dogma was i mean i'm gonna play the resident evil 4 yeah, remake that's the that's the one resident evil i like yeah it's not I a day one, one cop but i'll play it i need onimusha i'm tired of them bro. <laughs> did you know onimusha had a platform brawler yes yeah i, I recently it. found that out like i've been yeah, so like i played it yeah my new thing on uh youtube is like i've really been into like retrospectives those are really popular like in the algorithm i've just been watching like i was like oh i didn't know that i thought it, they had a, it looked pretty good it looked decent what it was very random a, it was actually fun it was actually fun what if they did a remake of onimusha like kind of like what they did with the resident evil series like what if they did that whole thing through all, all those would you be I've happy been saying that yes i've been saying that. i'll oh, take yeah. that but stop just focusing on resident evil uh, because they remastered that remaster that they did for the PC that didn't that, that didn't move me. I need a full on remake, but I would really love for them to just start the story over. Like I, I, don't, I really wouldn't even want a remake to be honest, but I wouldn't be upset if they did that. I just okay. need for them to do something. Something okay. will only push it. Just just stop acting like you don't own the, uh, the IP. That or um, I'll take Power Stone too. Mm, okay. Power Stone would also work. 
Respectful. We uh we actually got invited for like early access for EXO Primal. I forgot to. You tried. So, nah, I forgot. It looks to, all right. They, I yeah, I got cool. sent. Danny sent me the link on Slack, and I forgot to sign up for it. I just didn't uh, care, man. bro. I, I didn't cool. care, bro. That shit like ashy as fuck. <laughs> It looks kind of cool. Right. I mean, it's like, all right, bro. It's just like ashy. It's like it's running off a PSP emulator, bro. I don't know. It, yeah, I will admit it's not the best looking, but it looks like it's a. It looks like it'll be a fun like yeah, co-op, co-op thing. thing. It's like a Game Pass game, and it's not on Game Pass. Yeah, so I'm not exactly. It's funny because Resident. Oh no, Resident Evil is not. But um, I mean, they Capcom probably should. Yeah. And then um, from the Square Enix showcase, the only things that were worth even mentioning was they announced finally uh, the Final Fantasy VII uh, remake part two is called Rebirth, um, and they also announced a Crisis Core remaster. You guys care about these? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I was I was actually confused. Like they they gotta work on marketing this better. I was confused. I thought Rebirth was just more DLC, like that the, the DLC they released earlier with that girl. Um, What's that shit? Yeah, 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 I thought, but then like people were like, no, no, it's part two. I was like, oh, they should probably like put that in the title or something. It's confusing. Oh, part two. Yeah, like Final Fantasy VII Remake Rebirth. That's fucking confusing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. What do you think uh, the final R is gonna be? Uh, if this is Rebirth, then um, I don't Revelation. Know. Yeah, something like that. They're gonna put the titles. I don't know. Retribution. What was it? Because because uh, Revengeance. The, the DLC is what retrograde, right? Yeah, retrograde. Yeah, yeah, we'll grow. Yeah. That was insane trying to get that or integrate integrate. That's what it was. Integrate. Yeah, oh, integrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get that yeah. shit installed on your PS5 and shit. Because yeah, that was that was ridiculous trying to get your save back. So yeah, hard to <laughs> so we'll, we'll see but yeah crisis core was also dope so yeah i mean uh final fantasy fans they ain't good i mean you're, you're gonna get uh rebirth and for the pc people now you can actually uh you can get into uh integrate now yeah so that's for you know so you can play that and i know the ethos is excited you want to play that on your steam deck i'm playing i've been playing it on my steam deck. Oh, you've been I, I, it's I like it. yeah it's gas i can't I, believe I it frame rate. their frame rate was looking nice so, it's running good it's final running good. fantasy 7 remake part 2 rebirth is slated for a winter release um uh, and i think the best part about this news is according Wait, to this the, year it says yeah. no it says next next oh, next oh, oh, i think 2023 um but i think the best pieces in the description box it says that this remake will be a trilogy so this is part two and then there'll be one more and that makes yep. me happy because if you remember like last year the producer was saying oh man this final seven remake is it's selling real good we should break it down into more parts no no i i thought i thought i'm cool with the trilogy let's leave it at that oh my god bro keeps moving makes me happy now they want to make it uh they want to make it four parts like the original four disc we're pretty muddy this is only four because the disc was too damn small it'd be one disc nowadays I watched exactly. the, the conference and they were they were spamming the Steam Deck and that whole thing. It was like, hey, by the way, you can play this on the Steam Deck. Hey, by the way, if you didn't know, you can play this on the Steam Deck. It's really good on the Steam Deck. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, and, and they show 16 too. So, I mean, Final Fantasy is about to go crazy next year. Like, there's going to be so much Final Fantasy content. It's actually going to be crazy. I love that remake. I, it turned me into a Final Fantasy fan, so I'm with it. Uh, I'm playing it right now. Good. I'm actually, I don't know, uh, you know, it took me so long, but yeah, it, I've been enjoying every second of it. So you, 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 you freaking OP, bro. On integrate, 
I thought yeah, 15 was cool, but like all that driving around, it became a slog, and that's why I dropped it. I was like, eh. Yeah, I think 16 going to be gas, so I really Same as that shit open world, I feel like that. I think 16 going to be gas, and then that 7 remake, it gave you just enough exploration, but like it wasn't overwhelming. It was still pretty linear. I'm telling you, that 16 is going to be gas, bro. I'm telling you, they go, it's basically going to be DMC5 mixed with Final Fantasy 7 remake. It's going to be so Yeah, because isn't it like the director of DMC making it, I think? Yeah, they got the, the guy who did the combat direction for 5. He's on the project, and you'll Yoshida, who was responsible for 14, he's on it. So, like, you literally have just bangers, like, top-tier Square Enix people on this project for 16. I think it's going to be crazy. He said, I don't know if you saw it, he had, like, a boatload of interviews he did about 16. He said that um, the Iklons, like, the, the, the summons, right, mm -hmm. they're actually, like, uh, mini-game boss battles that you're doing, and each of them are different. Like, it's not, like, the same thing. So, like, one might be, a, like, a shooter, the other one might be, like, a, a racing-type thing. Like, it's going to be, like, a different style of gameplay for each single fight, fight, like a kaiju battle, like a big kaiju battle. So I was like, oh, this is going to be gas. I, I feel it. It's going to be really good. And it's not open world. That's another thing that's going to be good about it. So I'm excited. That's probably my favorite game next year. I'm looking forward to Are we in a Final Fantasy Golden Age? It might be. It might be. Shout out to Yoshida, bro. Shout out to him. We never going to get the Final Final Fantasy. That's crazy. No, I never. The final fantasy. Um, PC gaming show. It next. wasn't that bad. Bro, what they show? What they show? I didn't watch it, but I exactly. Heard it. Be quiet. <laughs> Next, <laughs> that, that's for all the people. They got a PC game. Well, I don't feel like we get that anymore because most of our audience yeah. is converted to PC. It's not a PC game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are we even, are not fucking PC cold. shows, bro. That shit was trash. You know, PC gaming show sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We went to the first one. We went to the original, but we were like, nah. Bro. We were just happy to be there. By the second year, we realized that shit was trash. Yeah, we were like, nah, this ain't good um it's rumored that sony is well not rumored but sony has reportedly registered a new ps5 model so people are suspecting the playstation 5 slim is coming which is interesting because recently a fan of sony made his own playstation 5 slim where basically he gutted out all the the outsides and just put it inside of a damn like a, a metal rectangle um do you guys feel like it's too soon did you get a chance to look at this uh this this little fan-made one well here's the thing drop some ps5s how about that to start before we start making sense <laughs> yes exactly exactly ethos like that this is a stretch if <laughs> you don't have the original ps5 which will we make it how are you making these only sony is apparently claiming though that by the time that they start making these then uh then product you know the, yeah the they'll be able to get more they really gonna make numbers. these in the middle of a recession be my oh, guess that's, yeah that's, be man, my that'd, guess. Be that'd be crazy so this this shouldn't really excite anybody i i think that, that it's all cap of what they're saying they're just projecting that they're going to be able to to be uh have the manufacturing power and the actual parts to be able to make another ps5 but I mean, people still don't have regular PS5s in their hands, so I don't know why anybody would be excited about, you know, reportedly uh, a PS5 slams. You think the uh, the, the original PS5 right now, do you think it'd be worth a lot of money, like somewhere down the line uh, when they stop making them and the slim becomes like, you know, the norm? Uh, like for rarity? Like, you know, like it's hard to find like... um. One of the one of the interns at X Play, he has the OG fat PS3. I was like, damn, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Uh, like but they those got are, those <laughs> are rare. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're rare and they're worth money on eBay. I was like, I wonder but if the five the will be. the reasoning behind why they are is because they're backwards emulation. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This okay. isn't. That's why I was like, I don't think it matters. Unless they said the Slim only works with PS5 games, then yeah, then 100% then the big fat one would be worth more as time goes on. But if they make the Slim, because the four and five hardware-wise aren't that difficult, different from each other, I, I doubt it. I doubt they're going to make a Slim and say only PS5 games can play on this thing. I, that'd be just suicide. Yeah, it would either be that or if they were actually correct and they were able to make more PS5 slims than the regular PS5, then that would be the only other possible reason. But I don't think people care that much to prop up the uh, the value of the original one. Exactly. If this shit is real, I'm gonna be pissed, man. Because like, because then I'm gonna want it, and I know it's gonna be hard to get. Because like, why <laughs> want this fat thing sitting, bro? This PS5 take up half my damn desk, bro. For anybody who don't got one, these PS5s is it's fat as shit, bro. They're obese. Fat ass it is yeah, obese. Sure. Need to lose weight. I said I have every single damn modern console right now, and I will say the PS5 is the biggest, ugliest looking out of all of them. And, it, and like, you know the worst part? It shit don't got no games. I'm not even joking. We oh cracked so many jokes over the years about 4K Netflix and 4K Spotify. I shit you not. I that's all I use my PS5 for. I literally just watch Netflix, Disney, 8K Plus Netflix, boy. That's all I've done. Like I've actually played a lot of stuff on the Xbox, but I, I, <laughs> I I'm not even joking. I had a conversation like, with GB the other day. I was like, I was like, I was like, yo, why, why are you on your phone? I was, he's like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to secure PS5. He's like, I've been trying for the longest to get one. I was like, man, listen, for what it's worth, I was like, there's you're gonna get it, and there's nothing to play. Like, and I was like, I'm not trying to be like, funny. I was like, it literally sits on my desk. And he's like, but, but he's like, they got, uh, they got Ratchet and Clank. And I'm like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I was like, a Ratchet and Clank, amazing. But I was like, it's a 15 hour game. I was like, yeah. you're going to beat it in a couple sittings. And then literally I have not turned on my PS5 since. I was like, Returnal is a very, he's like, yeah, I ain't playing that shit. I was like, yeah, it's a very niche game. Most people are not going to play it. The only game the PS5 really has is Ratchet and Clank. It's like, yeah, but I still award. want it. I'm like, all right, Never bro. You str- award, bro. I, I was well, I was trying to explain. It, I was like, Yo, you're literally stressing yourself out over nothing. I like, yeah. I pr- it's just the fear of being left out. It's like, yeah, it's just literally the FOMOs hitting in for a lot of PS5 people. I'm like, I've tried to tell them. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, from a value position, I've been trying to tell people. I was like, the Xbox is way better. Or just if you can't afford a PC because of the the pricing, just get an Xbox. It's worth it a lot more. You want to hear some crazy shit? It's way better, and you're, it's easy accessible. You can get. Your I'm probably and I can't. I can't stress this enough. Keep in mind for those who've been around for the longest, I was clowning Xbox Slandering. for years. I, I like yo, it's gonna sound like it's, this podcast is gonna make me sound like an Xbox drone because I had the epiphany. So yesterday I was in the office and um because I like there's a lot of times when I'm not shooting videos on the X Play set. I'll have like two, three hours in between videos because they're they're always shooting something and they have to right. fit you into a slot. So like I'll just be upstairs either typing a script or like I'll just be playing on like I have an Xbox in my um I have an Xbox Series S in my um on where my where I sit in my office space. And the Xbox Series S, I might like it more than the Xbox Series X. Uh it just the versatility. It's so lightweight. I can take it everywhere. It's got the game pass and it, it was nice. So and I yeah, so that's what I was getting at. Oh, I was like, yo, man. so I'll be having I said in my chat the other day, I was like, yo, I'll be having like mad breaks in between my shoots. I was like, I think I'm gonna try to start shooting from this the uh, streaming from the studio because they got gigabit internet there and they have right. ports all over the fucking building, bro. Um uh-huh. And they had like these little pods uh, in in the studio everywhere where like there's big screen TVs in there. And in the back, they have jacks. So I literally just picked up my Xbox and put in there. It took me five minutes to set up. I logged into my my Twitch. And which, by the way, here's another thing for people who want to be content creators. There's literally I've learned from streaming from my Xbox the other day. I did a test stream. 
there is no excuse if you want to be a fucking it's all in your head bro because the stream quality from that xbox was actually really good it looked uh, good when i watched it yeah and uh all i gotta do is just move the camera closer uh and all you gotta do is if you just need i, I use my logitech how the brio. webcam work so yeah. you plug the brio I, into my the old xbox? my old logitech brio i pulled it out of the closet you just plug it into the usb it's literally just log into your twitch account and go and it just immediately grabbed everything and just yep and just said, it immediately wow. just plug it in first then plug in your headset and then i went live and you can you can make your title from the xbox and everything and then when you go to your dashboard it doesn't that's when it shows like that green screen or whatever it doesn't show your dashboard it only shows the games it, you can create a high quality stream straight from your damn xbox and playstation there's no damn excuse bro wow I was like, yeah. So I was like, I think I'm gonna start streaming from the studio, just playing games on the Game Pass when I got free time, because I'm trying to get back to streaming. Just try a Game Pass game. Yeah, just trying shit on stream, like fuck it, streams basically. You got the internet. I ain't got nothing else to do. I might as well fuck around, play some games. Um, so yeah, we've seen the light. Um, more Fallout news. Uh, Todd Howard did an interview where he revealed that um, after Starfield is Elder Scrolls, and then after Elder Scrolls, they will be working on the next Fallout. So I wanted to present the question of, you know, Fallout. One of the big things always is the city that it picks. Uh, do you guys have any ideas on where you would want to see the next Fallout game go? What city? Fuck it. Just say the joke. Detroit. Just bring it to Detroit. No, I was going to say Cleveland, but go ahead. Nah, just say, no, just bring it to Detroit. I was actually going to say Cleveland. Wow. you. Really... I know that, but I've just done that. I'm not saying you are. I just know people in the comments are going to do it. So I'm just going uh, to Detroit. Why you not? care about bring, the comments. Bring okay. it to Detroit. Why not? No, I didn't look at the comments. <laughs> 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 I just know that's the same corny ass joke they've been using for years. I'm like yeah just bring it to fucking detroit bring it why not why you, the you have any stake in this what city you want to see it in uh, jay st uh, louis would be fire uh that, i guess <laughs> st louis i, I think it yeah be. sure uh i don't know alabama mississippi somewhere i don't fucking know i don't play this shit have they done one in uh was... no games i forgot yeah. I, you're right you're right <laughs> it's been so long was uh was three in dc three was, was in that... dc and four was in boston that's Boston, and then what was New Vegas? Was New Vegas like, was in Nevada. Vegas. Vegas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, I don't know why I kept thinking that one was in California. It must be true. Um, the Outer Worlds was in space. I know that's Obsidian, but you know. <laughs> you Did you see that mod for the UK one, the London one? Fallout oh London. yeah, that shit actually looks fire. It's like a whole brand new game people are making. Yeah, based on Fallout. It's a Fallout yeah, Four might, mod, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I might have to try it. Look, I was impressed. Full voice acting, cutscenes and stuff. They made an original yeah. storyline, new gameplay. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna try this. Look out! Look up um if if you want to see what we're talking about for people listening, go on YouTube and search out fall search Fallout London mod. Uh, you you will be thoroughly impressed with people yeah. are making the fans. You think Bethesda was making it? Yeah, that's pretty good. It'll probably run better than Bethesda games. Um, you know it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing right there. <laughs> um, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. Uh, it's it's supposed to be returning. Does anybody care? Anybody care? I am just. Go ahead, JG. Tell us. I am. I am confused. JG's having a a crisis. He's he's like, what's going on here? I thought that game was trash, and then like a bunch of people are now like, love it and say they love the game. So it's kind of crazy. Dog, it has to be some cold shit going on because there's no way that people actually like this game. I didn't know. No, no, I like the game. I like the game. Oh, JG. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Was it was it like the greatest game ever? It was like a solid six out of ten. It was a decent game. I didn't know James Gunn directed game, it. That's what I was. Oh, interesting. By. I didn't know that until yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Game. I had no clue James Gunn was like part of the directing for it. But I, I remember it's so funny because I, I go to YouTube and I pull up the uh, DX's videos and the algorithm. He liked this game. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he loved <laughs> it. 
Like I said, this, this has to be something. I'll definitely be... play it though. I'll definitely play it on my Steam Deck when it comes to PC. 100%. They said they're, they're going to work on it, a remaster or something, or remake it. I don't want it to. Back, baby. Yeah. Shout outs to the big titty uh, trigger leader. Yes, sir. Uh, man. A couple. Uh, but whatever. Uh, let's see. A couple more stories before we wrap this one up. Uh, this is more just a warning, uh, other than not really a discussion. But um, KOTOR 2 was recently ported to the Nintendo Switch. Um, and news is broken recently that you cannot beat the game. And the reason being is because the Switch version has new bugs on it, uh, exclusive to it, where you cannot even beat the game. And, you know, people were complaining in the forums. And uh, apparently the, the developers confirmed it as a real thing. And they still shipped the fucking game. They still released oh. it. So, I mean, if you want to get it on Switch, wait till that patch drops. Keep your eyes on it. But, yeah, apparently this game is not doesn't affect all players but it's affecting some uh be aware just get it on pc if you want to play it i recently downloaded it on pc because i have a four four terabyte uh steam SSD. deck baby another steam deck game um and last but not least in social justice warrior news everybody's favorite uh what is he is he a senator or is he part of the uh house of the house of representatives i don't know I don't senator. he's a, he's a senator. senator senator ted cruz um everybody's favorite texas senator apparently he's a whale uh, if you don't know what a whale is, which is funny because he is fat. But I didn't, even, I, didn't even, I didn't even read this thing, and you tell you that just like, of course, a fucking. Uh, if you don't know what a whale is, a whale is. And by the way, this is a real term. No, this article title's. <laughs> the picture is. Uh, oh my god, a whale is a term game developers and publishers use for people who are heavy spenders in video games. So free-to-play games have microtransactions in them. For those of you don't wear most people. People who spend money in free-to-play games they're they're it's a small minority of them and they're referred to as whales the average consumer just plays the game for free and they might buy a skin or two they might not buy nothing at all but it's usually whales that are keeping these free-to-play games alive well it turns out ted cruz the texas senator is a whale um you were getting a good laugh out of this article uh jay what's what's uh can you break it down what's going on here with mr ted Careful, cruz jay. you know who's watching I don't know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I was I was especially cracking up because uh, it, it, the full context, because you know clips can can easily be taken out of context. But uh, he he first said that uh, that he's not he's not a hardcore gamer like Twitch streamers, and and I don't he said like, I don't I don't play the massive multiplayer games. I don't play the MMOs. And then he said I don't like it when you can buy in-game items and sort of make your character stronger or get advantages. And then immediately he said, "No, nah, I confess. Now I play some games. Now I play some games. Wow. You're telling me Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, is a hypocrite? I don't yeah, believe I know, you. I know, right? Who would have thought? I'm shocked. I'm super shocked. You just so, didn't expect so it to come from this angle. Wow, I just exactly. never expected that senator to do that. <laughs> freaking hilarious so, so yeah he said that sometimes i'll buy games because it's more fun uh more fun to suddenly your character has a lot of great stuff that will take you six months or a year to build up seems like so 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 i'm like yeah okay i'll spend 20 bucks and buy like a treasure chest full of coins because then i can spend them to get cool things in the game so it, this is just hilarious like you just immediately like in the next paragraph just you know uh just contradicting yourself yeah, for those people who don't understand why this is so funny, I think a good example would be the recently released Diablo Immortal. If you guys didn't see the news on that, uh, that game, apparently, in order to get max level, you had to spend $100,000 
in order to to get to the max level and the worst part is that's just to get the loot crates there's no guarantee in getting the rare items and like coins and stuff like that uh, those are those are what you refer to as whales those people that buy the activision is making a game like that because they know there are people out there with mommy and daddy's credit card uh spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on diablo immortal and it turns out plot twist ted cruz is one of those whales I'm not saying he plays that game but he's playing some game whether it's candy crush or something uh so basically if you're one of those people that likes to sit on internet forums like reddit and say gaming is dead and ea killed it with microtransactions and activision well you know just know that uh Ted Cruz is part of the problem. <laughs> Ted Cruz is part of the fucking problem, man. He's probably so. not the only one. There's a lot of politicians that play video games. They just don't publicly say it. I know. Uh, I know it was crazy when uh, AOC came out and said she played League of Legends, and she actually she was talking about it. she was a silver three or something like that. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. I thought that was just a funny little story though. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Keep politics out of my video games. Stop yeah. that. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Uh, you you well, G4. <laughs> <laughs> leftist leaning liberal. Left liberal snowflake. Uh, y'all got anything else y'all want to add to the show before you wrap this one up? No, we had a lot, a lot on the table. So everybody listening, yeah, I got a lot to listen to. Another long one. Uh, Ethos. No, that's it. Thanks everybody for all the love and support. If you yeah, have a wish through, make sure you do it. Fine, bro. Ethos. What's your I was just asking if you had anything for the fucking notes. God damn. That's what I did. This man said his outro. Yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna get to that. All right. Ethos, you take the floor. What's your closing statement for gaming Illuminati episode 129? Go. The words of Dr. Umar, I gotta repeat myself three times. Wishless Samurai Zero on Steam. Wishless Samurai Zero on Steam. And please, wishless Samurai Zero on Steam. Not Katana Zero. Samurai Zero. Though Katana Zero is a great game too, so you should definitely play that one too. But yep, there you go. And Ted Cruz, if Samurai Zero has microtransactions in it, come on. <laughs> you better not come a regular. <laughs> yeah, come on through and become a whale in my game. Yeah. Uh, JG, what's your closest statement for episode 129? Go. That's freaking hilarious. Hey, shout out to everybody that continues to listen. I saw an interesting comment on Twitter, and uh, someone said that our podcast alone gives them a lot of relatability plus we're super knowledgeable on video games or whatever that we're talking about so shout out to that person who made that twitter comment and uh and shout out to all the people who uh you know you can can relate to y'all so there you go you're not wrong like i said and kind of pertains to what we were talking about earlier that little quote with ted cruz and he was saying that like he's basically alluding that all twitch streamers are like hardcore gamers and we were laughing because like it's actually the farthest thing from the truth i'm learning the older i get like gaming really is more of like a social thing and that's not bad i don't want anybody thinking that like that's bad but i'm like just when you when we say we're gamers it means something completely different compared to some like these younger people and like an example is like right before we started recording this episode i was in a streamer stream and they were playing um they're playing skyrim i was like hey since you're playing i said in the chat since you're playing skyrim I was like, are you looking forward to uh, you like Bethesda games? I was like, are you looking forward to Starfield? And they were like, what's that? I literally left what? after that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally oh left. I said, and close. I was like, all right, <laughs> we're out of here. So, yeah, not everybody's necessarily a hardcore gamer, and that's okay. Um, yeah, so we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, my closing statement is hit the like button if you're watching the video version. If you're not watching the video version and you're listening to the audio, come on over to youtube.com slash GI updates. 
uh, and hit the like button. Uh, if you're listening to the audio, rate the show five stars, whether it's Apple, Spotify, open both apps, rate us five stars. That helps us move up the algorithm. And make sure to join our Discord if you want to game with us, game with other people in the community, hilarious memes. Uh, they be talking, they be talking about stocks and stuff in there. Lots of quality content. Join the Discord. The way you join the Discord is Patreon.com/slash GI Updates. It's the ten dollar tier. It's a one time fee to keep all the weirdos and trolls out. That's why we have such a healthy community. Uh, when you, if if your subscription is up after the end of the month, we do not kick you out of the Discord. Uh, it's just it's just a one time thing. But we never complain if you do want to continue to be subscribed to our Patreon. So once again, join the Discord. The way you join Patreon.com/slash GI Updates. And we will see you on the next episode of the Gaming Illuminati podcast. Peace.